crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have to. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another awesome, amazing episode of the Heroes of Noise podcast. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, people of the potosphere, citizens of Earth, welcome to episode 48. My name is Dan Ramirez. Let's make some noise. What's happening, Steve? Dan, you sound really good today. It's because I did my concoction. Oh, oh no! Oh, you didn't you didn't do the concoction? Gone and I knew because I was like, wow, I got everything up and running really fast. You better put the boy to work. That's why. Dang it! You have yourself you know a son that can do this for you right now. You, you know what? You're not lying. And here's the funny part. Well, before we get on, I want to ask you: in the concoction, when it goes low, when the um the apple cider vinegar goes low, is it like weird stuff in it? Yeah, because it's organic. And oh. don't ask me what it is. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, what's the crap? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a little scary, but here's the question. Do you drink yes. it? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Because I, I, I don't have the chance to go to the store. And the thing is, now my latest concoctions have had a little apple cider vinegar because it's getting super low. And I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta, you know, stretch it out. Instead of just every time I'm at the store, make a list, Steve. Make a list instead of being like, I'll remember what I need. Everybody just calm down. I have a theory I with never that. Do. What's that? I think that that stuff's actually probably better for you. You know, the, 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 the gooey stuff at the bottom of the vinegar. What we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, it was actually named today in honor of me. I thought I'd bring that up to Melissa, one of our longtime listeners, Mellow Yellow. So as most of you know, if you listen to the show, I'd, Steve, I've gotten Steve on board with this, but I drink this concoction. Oh, it's good. It's basically, it's hot water. It's organic. I've been using organic, Steve. Orange Blossom, if you need to know. Of course you have. Yeah, it's very thick and it's very viscous and good, but it's uh, honey. Look at this brother with the viscous. And then we top it off with a little bit of apple cider vinegar. It's very delicious. And it's not really meant to be delicious, but it does. Listen to me. I sound fantastic. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, wow. So... On Twitter today, Melissa sent something over to us. I don't know if you caught that, but it says that uh, there's a place in her area. So, I don't know exactly where she lives, but I know it's in Illinois. And it's that exact drink. And they had it on the wall. She called it the Dan Q Public Special. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on now. I what? like it. I think it has a, a ring to it. I like it. I mean, I love, first of all, I think you have the, you can never change your name. I'm thinking that about That name suing. on Twitter is so good. Dan Q Public. Come on. Hey, you get no argument out of me, man. But I'm thinking of suing these guys because, you know, why you got to get up in my business and then not not give me props? Wait a minute. Time out. Is it really called that? <laughs> no. Wouldn't that be awesome if it was? Though? I was about to you be like, gee, we're blowing up. <laughs> Settle down, Hudson. We're not there yet. <laughs> I just it made my day, man. Not that, not that that's they, really cool. They have no idea I exist, but still, I, I thought it was kind of nice. The, well, I think it was called the Dan Q Public Special. Now I gotta look it up. I at least gotta give her some love and say it correctly. Here's the thing. I'm I I don't I didn't know that it was a thing. Into who taught you this drink? Yep, the Dan oh, Q Public Stevie. Special. Yeah. Stevie Wonder. So really, I, he should be suing me. I mean, but the fact that Stevie says that he uses it, how dare I forget a day? Stevie told me to jump off a cliff. I would do it right now. Would you now? Yeah. I mean, if you said it was going to be- your friends did it, would you? Remember that stupid thing? <laughs> if that... all your friends jumped off a cliff, oh. would you jump off a cliff? Stop oh, being a follower. Oh, my goodness. 
It's funny because one time my sister, my mom asked my sister, she was too young to ask this question. That's why she messed up. My mom asked my sister, she's like, Porsche, if you were, if all your, because Porsche wanted a hairstyle or whatever. And she's like, well, if all your friends jumped off a cliff, would you? And Porsche said, yes, because I wouldn't have any friends then. I said, oh, well, that's actually. <laughs> Touche, kid. <laughs> but I think it's because she was too young to ask that. And so common sense is all she knew. Yes, I would, because then all my friends are dead. I'm like, oh. Mom's was oh, like, yeah. dip, dip, get out of here. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> Don't even want to look at your face right now. Portia. How dare you with your sensible answer. Damn, you smart children that I raised. Now, is it called the Dan Q Public special? No, it's not. Well, that's what she called it. And I liked it. I thought it had a nice ring to it. Maybe that's I, I, maybe uh, maybe I'm biased, perhaps. But, you know, I like it. I'm going to start calling it that. To did no you one. find the actual name? Uh, there's a picture. Why are you making? No, I'm say, saying you said that you were going to check out her tweet to make sure that's what she said. What that they were calling it was a probiotic pick me up. Zesty, but she said, and delicious. Yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly. I wish I knew the yeah. coffee shop because I would actually give them a little bit of. Oh, hold on! No, 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 no. It's called the Honey Bunny. <laughs> I like Thank no. You Public Specials better. Oh, dude! It's but over. if it was like H. Dot o. Dot N. E Bunny, then that'd be dope. How would that? Oh, look at there, this you guy! See? You see how look I'm thinking? Look at this guy! Do you understand what I'm saying to you, sir? <laughs> Dan, that went over my head. I know. Like literally, when you were saying H dot, I'm like, it, was he gonna just spell honey the whole way through with dots? Let's wait for everyone else to catch up. Just Woo! give me a second, Steve. There you are. Now you're caught up. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Serious. Afternoon, evening, wherever we're at today. <laughs> You know what? Dan I'm a, is serious. I'm sorry. We're talking over each other. I apologize about that. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Until I got on this microphone, I was just feeling eh. Just eh. Not, not bad. Not great. Right now, I feel great. So I have a feeling because this is, in fact, we should just get it out of the way. This is going to be the last episode of Heroes of Noise for 2018. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. No, aw. We're good. Because we, had, we set out for a goal to do 52 shows. And although this show is entitled 48, we've actually done way more than that if you count all the pregames. So I feel like we're above the bar right now. So you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you very much for listening because it's been a fantastic year. Would you not agree, sir? Let's it give him a little bit a of something. It was a great, great year. A little something. That's for you. People in the back. Let's give it up for the people in the mezzanine. Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, fucking love dumb sound effects. All right. I I don't know if I should bring this up. Maybe I'll, I'll, you know what? Instead, I'm going to wait for you to do, because I want to actually talk about something that you did last night, two nights ago, Mm -hmm. and it will go into a big tangent. So I'm going to let you do the the whole contact information, but I have a lot. I thought of another question I have. People, Dan went to a thing two nights ago, and you're not going to guess what it is. Try during the contact information as you're listening to guess what event Dan went to a few nights ago. This is so not Dan. It's not. But remember, you're you're leading into <laughs> it's something not right now. Dan. You're you're leading into something right now, and it's going to be this big void of silence. Why? Because you were getting ready to go, Dan, hit it, and there's nothing to hit, remember? I'm waiting on you. Oh no! See? He's waiting on me. You see People. how I got I gotta keep oh, him in check. Oh no, Dan! It's okay. Don't worry about it. I was thinking maybe we would do it like let's let's slip it in a little bit differently. We'll just do it towards the end said. of the show. Sure, why okay. not? Sure, she did. <laughs> and three other guys came along. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> "Hey, look, slip it in a little differently is perfectly." Uh, that's what she said, G. You missed I don't my know joke. What you're talking about. 
What did you say? I said, <laughs> you missed it. It's okay. Dan, that's, Don't worry. That's, that's, that's so nasty, Dan. I can't, I can't laugh at that's that. That's a triple P, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of. <laughs> Dang it, dude. Now One no variation. So, can you clap at least? You know what? I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some game show music instead. Something just there something we that okay. we can play. It's not and the then same. make sure you put pause. Put pause when you do your thing. <laughs> no, you're gonna mess me all up. This is a, this is like starting from the beginning. So okay. this is what you get, ladies and gentlemen, because Steve go. has all this time on his hands and he didn't finish up the job. So it's without true. further ado, oh yeah, let me try this out. This might work. You feel me? Hold on, yeah. let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Not, not as good as mine. Though. No, it's not. Well, we'll see. It, that has yet to be determined. But um, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dan Ramirez. Welcome to the Heroes of Noise podcast. Here's a little bit of contact information for you. If you want to get a hold of, see, it doesn't feel right still. But if you want to get, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of the show, please hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. If you weren't aware of that, that's the email address. On the Twitters, hit us up at, at Heroes of Noise. That's at Heroes of Noise. Myself, you can reach me at Dan Q Public, and my buddy Steve over there, Mr. Laughing Man at S E underscore Hudson Music. That's right, at E underscore uh, uh, at S E underscore Hudson Music. This just doesn't feel right, Hudson, but I'm trying. I'm doing my best. You want to hit us up on Facebook? So guess what? It's at Heroes of Noise as well. But screw all of that. Just go to www.heroesofnoise.com. That is www.heroesofnoise.com. Leave us a voicemail. Subscribe to the show. Go down to the very end and check out all of our friends, our wonderful friends that have been producing nice material for, for months now. Years, perhaps? Some of them years. It's called the Pods of Justice section, and we've got some of our friends featured there. Please do us. Do them a favor. Subscribe to the show. And, you know, show them some love. Let them know where you came from. Let them know who sent you. That's the important part. And other than that, I'm still waiting on Steve's, you know, his music, the musical bed that's going to fill this, what you hear right now, it's just temporary. I just thought of it on the fly because I'm a quick guy like that. I'm going to go ahead and stop. I'm going to fade it out and I'm going to turn it back over to Mr. Steve. Adjective given, Hudson. (laughs) So we all know Dan loves his concerts. Of course we know that. Dan loves concerts. Love them. But what we did not know is that Dan is now a new fan of something. Not a total fan, but what did you peep out that was actually more fun than you thought it would be? Okay, I still don't know if I'm a fan, but I will tell you that I had the best time, and I had the best time for several different reasons. But uh, the other day, uh, there's a friend of mine out there. I'm going to give him a shout-out. His name is Matt Boehm. He likes to call himself the home bucket. I still don't know why, but let's go with it. And, uh, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I love you. And before I even start that, I love your wife. Not like that, of course, but her name is Celia. And she is, she is, no, no, just hear me out. Don't fuck this up because I'm going somewhere. I'm trying to be nice about this. All right. You see, I could edit this out, but I'm going to leave it in to show you guys what trash. (sighs) Go ahead. Go. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sit out. I'm sit out the rest of this show. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm good. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do it. So, like I was saying before, you so rudely interrupted me. <laughs> Celia Boehm, what a wonderful person she is, man. I just want you to know that this, I don't know what it is. Like, I hadn't physically seen her for a long time because, you know, I get busy. I used to be busy all the time. And, and it was always through Facebook or whatever. I've missed out on numerous concerts and things that they were always so kind to extend the offer for me to go to. And I just never did. So, I, I started losing touch with them. Well, back when I went to Jim Brewer, 
I came back in touch with them and you know, I just forgot how wonderful you are, Celia. So she's a new listener and it's not, this is not why I'm saying this, but I just, since you are listening, I just want you to know that I think you are a lovely, beautiful human being. Uh, you have like the warmest smile I've ever seen and uh, I just miss you. So I'm so glad that you're back and I'm glad you're listening and you know, seriously, it was going to be a lot better, but like I said, Steve screwed everything up. So, you know, what? no, here's the thing. If this is a side note. Celia is a beautiful name. She's a beautiful it person. Is a beautiful name, and I'm sure it fits a beautiful person. And thank you so much for listening. Um, I like. Is this a friend from high school? Or? Matt is a friend from high school, and as much as I love okay. Matt, he don't deserve you, Celia. I'm just saying. No, you deserve each other. I'm just kidding. You, I'm joking. You guys are wonderful <laughs> together. They are like the no, seriously, they're like the perfect pairing, and mm-hmm. and these two work so well off each other that they've both enriched each other's lives. I'm not trying to get cheesy. I am telling you the truth. These two people have become better people because of each other, and I think it's wonderful. Wow. So That's it awesome. was so nice to see the both of you. Now let me talk about what went down. So Matt got. I'm just gonna say he got me into. Uh, and I mean physically, like into the show. And what I'm talking about is something that I would never, ever pay for. But now I'm starting to think that maybe I might one day because it, I really had like the most fun ever. Now, hear me out. As soon as I say what it is, you're going to get a blah, blah, blah. Some of you will. Some of you will be like, that's cool. I've been watching the whole thing, you know, forever. But what I'm talking about is WWE SmackDown Live. I went to WWE SmackDown Live, Steve. And I got to tell you, it was seriously some of the most fun I ever had. That is awesome. In a long time, I should say. Um I'll talk about it a little bit. I, I can't wax wrestling with you guys. I'm going to tell you that right now. But this was in Fresno. This was on Tuesday night. So SmackDown Live, we had to get there at 5 o'clock in the afternoon because the show started at 8. We are actually there an hour early for reasons I'm unable to discuss. Okay? Got in free. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So that was even better. But I can't discuss why. I told him I would. I was, and at the time, I'm like, I'm going to say it anyway because, God damn it, I'm, that's how I am. But I, you know what? I'm going to honor my privilege that they gave me, and I'm not going to say why I was there early. Okay, let's That's move good. on. That's good. That's actually a good idea not to do that. No, yeah, it's it's good to be in good faith with things. So I'm going to yes. go ahead and honor that. <laughs> Plus, you know, I would never. Now that I've said names, I really don't want to fuck anything up. But yes. um, so we get there, and we uh, are given our tickets, and we go in. And before I got there, it was around. Let's see. Like I said, it started at five o'clock. We got there around four ish. But prior to that, there's a place down the street called the Red Wave Inn. I've been going to this place for years, but I haven't stepped foot in that joint for several years. And I walk in expecting to see Matt and Celia, which I did. And a bunch of other people that I, they were pleasant. I didn't really talk with them all that much, but they were all super nice people. And then I see a face that I haven't seen. This dude was in my wedding, bro. Uh, I grew up with this guy. And I'm talking about a guy named Mark. Uh, We call him Marky Fresh. And he's as fresh as can be. Fresh as a fucking daisy, let me tell you what. And uh, I really wish that he would be listening, but he's like one of the only people that I know. That literally has never, he doesn't even have an email, dude. He doesn't. He Why does, he's off the grid. Yeah, he might as well be like the Unabomber, like living in the mountains or something like that. He doesn't wow. have email. He does not have the internet. He does not have Facebook and everything else that goes with it. He, I had to write my phone number down because he lost it. I had to write my phone number on a piece of paper so he could write it down in his phone book. <laughs> oh, wow. I, and I really wanted to, I meant to ask him later on in the evening if I could see his phone, but I didn't want to like, I forgot because, you know, people have fun sometimes and I was having a lot of fun. So anyway, I see him and then I see this other guy named Dave that I, that it's, he's sort of like a friend through friends, but he was there and I hadn't seen this guy in like 26 years. So I'm like, wow, this is like high school reunion, right? And then, and then and I really hope you listen, dude. I'm going to make sure you do listen. Uh, one of my best friends ever walks into the room, and his name is Gary Taylor. I like to call him G-Money. What's up, Gary? I hope you're listening. Dude, let me tell you what. 
if I had not gone to this wrestling thing, and by the way, I spent most of the time with Gary, and yesterday I did not have a voice. Like, it was just gone because all we yes. did, because Gary knows wrestling like the back of his hand. He doesn't oh, wow. buy, he doesn't like believe it. Do you know what I'm saying? But he loves to go to it. He loves to watch yes. it. And he's, he's a fan. Mm-hmm. Him and his brother, both Sean, by the way, are, are uh, they're huge fans of this. But they, it'd be one thing if they thought like it was real, but he just knows the ins and out of this man. So he's telling me what to yell at the top of my lungs every time. And I ended up like not having a voice yesterday. So uh, it was so nice to see Gary, man. Like I, I, like I almost started crying when I saw the guy just because it's I miss this dude so much. It's probably been a good almost. I don't think I physically have seen him since 2009. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. It's been a really long time, dude. And uh, to see that dude walk in just like like lit me up, man. And, and we just had the best time. All of us together had a really good time. But like hanging out with Gary, I see Matt through the years. I see him. But hanging out with Gary like made my entire evening. And we had such a blast. And it was like, you know, it's so weird because sometimes, and I always thought about this, like what happens if you see someone that you used to be super close with and this all this time passes and people change, right? I mean, you just, you you develop different ideas and, and ways of thinking and lifestyles and whatnot. And then, you know, you get back together and maybe it's not going to be the same. Dude, it was literally yes. like we had never stopped hanging out. It was crazy. And I had so awesome, much fucking fun with these guys. So anyway, um, we have some beers. Uh, we have some food. We go into the show and we're sitting there. And like I said, Gary's telling me what to say the entire time. Now, WWE has become a massive production. I, I know people are aware of that, but since I don't watch it, I really hadn't paid attention to how big it's actually become. Like, it's crazy. You would think it actually would get smaller. Not the case, my friend. It's actually huge. So it's like going to a massive concert. There's LED lighting and uh, flames and all kinds of shit. And you know who was there? Do you remember uh, on the real world a million years ago? Oh, I don't even remember his real name. And like people are like, yes, I know who you're talking about. If you watch wrestling, just give me some time because I don't know if Steve knows what's up with this. Do you remember a guy that uh, called himself The Miz? I do remember that when, you remember when he the transformed Miz? into his other her Yeah, his alter ego. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yes. I, that's how out of touch with wrestling I am. I had no idea that this was even a thing. And who shows up at the fucking Miz? So that just made my night. I was like, good for you, dude. Like, because it's been at least... I mean, I'd have to say, what, 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. Easy. I really don't know. Easily, dude. And there he was, man, looking great. He was all kind of like he wasn't really a skinny guy on real world, but he definitely wasn't the dude he is now. And this dude's just got the gift. Like, you know, I think that uh, as Gary put it, you got to be able to sell it. You know what I mean? If you don't sell it, if you're not good on the mic, you're not going to last. And this dude knows how to sell it. And he's. I guess there's a, I really don't know where he ranks in the WWE or anything like that, but apparently he's a pretty big part of it because he kept popping up. Okay. Vince McMahon was there. Apparently that's a thing. Like he doesn't come out very much anymore. 73 year old man, still big enough to like crush your skull. He shows up. Do you remember Vince McMahon? He's the, he's the, uh, basically the yeah, CEO. Out CAO. Yeah. Yeah. That's him, man. He was there looking pretty good for 73. Like I would not expect a 73 year old man to look that way. But as you said, maybe it has something to do with the injections. Anyway, the whole night goes on. It was uh, SmackDown, so that was live. We're screaming. We were actually able to get ringside and just scream. <laughs> no, we were because, well, I can't say why, but we were ringside. And um, just, just, I don't know, man. Like, I really wish I could just sit and just tell you. Like, I can give you the rundown of who was there, but it's not. It's probably not going to make much sense to you, I assume, right? No, I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was this other, uh, this female wrestler named Asuka. That was this Japanese chick. And she's like the, the champion right now. And she's awesome. And like, I just got so caught up in it again. It was like, I was always a fan of it, even though I had no idea who was who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I think in the future, because WWE tends to come to Fresno quite a bit, like I've, I've ignored it so many times, but had I yes. known that you could have this much fun and not even like, okay, I guess alcohol played a big part of it too, but I gotta be going to these things all the time. And now that I know oh, yeah. that this crew shows up, all these people that I love, like with all my fucking heart, I'm going to be going all the time, man, because it's just, if this is how I got to meet up with these people in my day-to-day life, then I'm going to do it because I'm telling you it was, I, I, okay, I'm going to give the, uh, let's see, I guess, should I rate this first of all? I know I'm not really talking much about wrestling, but should I go ahead and rate the night? Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway, Steve, even if you said yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, by the way, it was two shows. They filmed the live show, and then they filmed one for Christmas. So I already know. Okay. I know the future, ladies and gentlemen. I'm like Nostradamus up in this bitch. And uh, I will tell you that the show on a whole, I'm going to go ahead and give it... Uh, I'm going to give it... Uh, now, okay, the show itself, I'm going to go ahead and give 3.5 figure fours out of five. Okay. Be- okay. Okay. Because, because I, I enjoyed it, even though I don't, I didn't really know what was going on. Now, as far as the night goes, I'm giving it like a seven out of five, of um, course, drunken old friends, because that's, that's really what it was, man. And I, I wish I could just live that night all over again. Okay. Now let's fast forward. We were supposed to record yesterday and, yes. and we didn't, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to tell you the truth. The reason that we didn't was twofold. Uh, firstly, I thought it was going to be because when I woke up in the morning, I kind of felt like I wanted to die. Uh, I, I can't hang <laughs> with these guys anymore, man. My body cannot keep up with the level that we were going. And I tapered off. Like I tried to like, you know, I did, I sobered up and, and, uh, was able to drive myself home and everything like that. And, but the thing is, is that my body was like, dude, what are you doing? And, uh, I was hurting, but, but I thought, okay, it's a headache. What I'll do is I'll pop a couple of Advil. I'll go back to sleep and I'll be good to go. And I, and the voice was shot by the way, cause I was screaming at the top of my lungs the entire time. Now I woke up a little bit later. I'm like, Oh, the headache's still here. So I hit Steve up and I said, Hey man, I'm dealing with a headache right now. Uh, let me, let me, let's do this a little bit. Cause Steve's on vacation. The man has slowed down this week, right? Are you happy yes. about this? Yes. Yeah. You, you deserved it, man. Because all that studying you were doing and everything. Congratulations. Oh, Enjoy your Christmas break. I, but I, at this, I, I thought that was what it was, you know? So I said, let me just hit you back in a couple of hours and we'll, we'll do this. I wake up, not the case. The, I had a migraine that would not go away Ooh. yesterday and it floored me. So the, this show is coming out. I actually said it was going to come out early this morning. Uh, it will come out on the day I said, just later. It's Thursday, by the way. Uh, the 20th, I think is what it is. Am I close enough? It's the 20th, right? Yeah. 19th, Thursday, December 20th. 20th? Is, okay, cool. Nope, it's, it's the 20th. Slow it down, Hudson. I'm looking on the calendar. I need to, yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's what it was. I just, I was like incapacitated coincidentally with a migraine. I'm sorry, but I'm glad I, I'm glad I waited because I feel rested, Steve. And I don't know if you can tell, but I'm feeling this. Uh, I'm ready to make noise. Like I said, I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that you feel better, dude. I, I think it was a good that you took the day off and uh, we recorded today. Well, thank you. Sorry. I was sipping. You caught me sipping again. My wonderful. Sorry. Dan sorry, Q sorry. public special. I just wanted to plug my Dan Q public special. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. All right. So you said that the only time, because I did the same thing, you know, I met up with a friend that I knew for years and we hadn't connected for years. We got together, you know, whatever. Why is it you can't just make this happen all the time? Well, up until recently, I didn't have any time to socialize. And I like mm-hmm. to make excuses when anyone is not within like, like in town, <laughs> you know, like, like they all live sort of 
around the area. They don't necessarily live in town, with the exception of Marky Fresh. Um, I had just lost touch with him, and it was he was like my brother when we when like he was my first friend I made in the fourth grade when I changed schools. Used to spend yeah. the night at his house. I know his family. Um, I know his his brother and his sister. What's weird is that my sister and his brother have kids that are the same age. They play together, so we're sort of all around each other. You know what I mean? But I don't really have any excuse, man. I think just life gets in the way sometimes. Like I said, uh, lifestyles change, um, ideals change, and our circles just broke. But it was just so nice because these are the kind of people, and I know this now without question, that these are the kind of people that, oh, by the way, Shannon, if you're listening, I'm talking about Mark Santos. I know I know Shannon's listening. She loved Mark Santos. He's, he's a wonderful human being. Um Oh, and it was weird. Like we started talking and stuff and I'm sorry, I'm not answering your question, but like his kids in marching band. So we had shit. It was like, oh, like I'm saying lifestyles change, but we're kind of living parallels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or is those perpendicular? You know what I'm trying to say, G? You know what well, I'm trying to say? I told is, you I'm I not good a, at this whole geometry thing. The thing is, the big thing is like, I haven't talked to my friends since. Yeah. Because that's what life does. Mm-hmm. Like immediately afterwards, you're pumped. You're yeah. like, that's it. I'm going to go to Hawaii and visit. It's over. But then life gets in the way and you get right back into your situation. Oh, this friend. Okay, and, the Hawaii friend. Yes. Okay. And I was just like, I, we haven't talked since. And it, the thing <laughs> is, it could be one of two things. One, that was a great catch up and that's what it is. Uh-huh. Done. Right. Two, it's on me because I'm just not. Or on both of us, we're just not reconnecting. This is like, but you know, either way, I was like, you know, I need to at least make it a point. If I really enjoyed it that much, you know, I need to make it a point to reconnect. And I think it's important to be like, okay, now instead of being like, when WWE comes, we all connect because there might be a year where it doesn't. Who knows? It just might be a freak thing where, oh, we would have connected, but WWE didn't happen. Where it could just be like, let's make our own WWE. Let's all get together, meet up halfway, and enjoy having drinks and fun and talk and this stuff. And just be like, we don't need an event to bring us together. We like each other that much. Let's just do it. And it takes one person. Like the connector. It takes the connector to say, because every family has a connector where when that family member passes, it's like, well, who's going to be that person now? That brings right. everyone together. Someone has to make the thing of saying, I'm going to be that person that brings everyone together because everyone isn't the connector. I'm going to have to make it happen. And maybe you're the one that's got to make it happen, Jay. Well, I will say that getting back to Matt and Celia, they are kind of the ones that normally make this happen. Matt and Celia are just wonderful people. They're very social. They're always going yes. to live shows because Matt... Uh, Real quick story with Matt and I. I'm he's in radio. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's actually a teacher, but he's also in radio. And he's he'll be the one to say this. I'm not going like I'm the one that did this. I'm not Matt Pinfield that's going to take the credit for everything. You know what I'm talking about the bald guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, but Matt and I got started in in quote unquote radio together when it was like 1999. I remember that because Gail was pregnant with Ben, and mm-hmm. we actually did a, a pirate radio show. We were at a bar hanging out. And uh, this dude that we went to high school with was like, hey, you know, we started a conversation with him. And he's like, yeah, right across the street, I've got like a pirate radio station. And I'm like, dang. I'm like, oh, really now? So, we, you know, a few drinks later, we go over there and he shows us his whole setup. And I'm thinking, this is amazing because, you know, you'd always heard about pirate radio. Now it's just podcasting, essentially. You can just podcast and, and be fine with it. But podcasting wasn't around at the time, at least to the best of my knowledge. So he gave us a slot and we did something very similar to what you and I are doing, but with music. 
and you know but we played music and things like that because it was a fucking pirate radio station we could kind of do whatever we wanted to so that experience kind of changed him to where he was like he loved it so much he ended up going into radio he also became a teacher he works at a high school and he, he teaches oh god i'm sorry man i think it's geography i could be wrong maybe history he's like super super smart and uh, he also manages this high school radio station that reaches quite a few people. Actually, it's not it sounds kind of weird when you say a high school radio station, but it's it's uh, it reaches quite a few people. And because of all the connections that he's made over the years, he's he's in it. He's got all these you know music industry connections and whatnot. So he's always going to concerts. Getting back to what I was saying. He always has handfuls of tickets, <laughs> so he gets these people together often. I've been the one that's been the odd man out. Uh, matter of fact, he was giving me kind of the business about it because there are a lot of times until recently where, and I told him, like, dude, you don't know, like, Steve, I know you know the amount I was working, right? Like, there's no question you were I doing was just a lot. working you were doing a lot. far yes. too much. Mm-hmm. Far too much. But yes. I know it used to really get on his nerves because I couldn't, I would say I would go to these things, and I really meant it, man, but sometimes... There would be two things that would happen. A, I would be exhausted. And I just, I can't, I just don't have it, man. Like I've been doing double shifts all week. I'm beat. I don't have anything to give. Or I would be like prepared to do it and then I'd get called in or whatever to, you know, so it was just always something. And unfortunately it always happened on the fun nights or for some reason in my life, whatever, anything that I want to do that's fun happens on my, because I work every other weekend, happens on that that every other weekend where I can't make it. Uh, This became kind of a pet peeve of his. And I know it did. Matt, and if you're listening, I know it is and it's okay, man, because I'd probably be the same way. But it kept me from like, it kept me out of the loop a lot, but he'd been doing this with all these other people for a long time. So for me to go back and realize what I'd been missing, it's not always this way, of course, but I have to say that Matt is that guy. He's the one that kind of rallies everyone together. And he's kind of like the good time dude. He's always, if you know, Matt, you know, the name, the home bucket. I know it sounds crazy, but just go with it. You know, this guy and he's, um, he's a wonderful person, man. He's kind of larger than life. He's like, he's definitely someone that sticks out in a room. I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know, when he's there, he's a very, um, like, I think he could, I don't know who's louder, Steve, you or him, to be quite honest. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even, I'm dead serious. You have a video <laughs> asshole. I heard that, but that's not what I meant. I heard it. Don't <laughs> I know that's the one time guys I get him to go. <laughs> Usually it's the other laugh. No, no, no. You and I have had conversations about like your, your voice booming. You're heard in a crowd. He's the same way. So anyway, you know, it's funny. Cause uh, this week, <laughs> that laugh, job, that work, laugh was hilarious. I work at the hearing center now, and uh, with a, uh, one of the people are uh, um, their ear. Well, I was telling them, I was like, maybe I I talk loud because I have my earphones in. Did I tell you this story? Um, go ahead, because I'm not sure. Um, I was like, maybe I talk loud because I have my earphones in, and the guy was like, maybe, but we could test your hearing if you'd like. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. And one day I didn't have my hearing fo- my hearing uh my uh headphones in and he's like no 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 your voice just carries you have a tenor that carries yeah what do you mean he's like even if you talk you try to talk soft your your tenor the 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 whatever is happening in your voice even if you talk soft it just carries yeah you have this frequency that carries that's what he was saying he's like it's not that you have a booming voice it's that even when you talk soft Whatever frequency that is, it you people hear that frequency. And I was like, oh, he's like, yeah. So even if you're not talking loud, people are going to think you're talking loud. Guys, good question. Whatever frequency, yeah. Did I touch a nerve when I said that? Be honest. Because you went. <laughs> no, no, no. I think because no, let me tell you something. I like loud people. 
I like to be around loud people that are like, because then it doesn't make a, because I don't ever notice that I'm loud until I'll be talking to someone and someone will say, man, I can't really hear what anybody, like they'll be talking to me and someone else will be like, man, I can't hear anything that anyone's saying. Uh, I was like, oh, snap, but they can hear me. That just but, means that this, my my voice is louder than this club. That's yeah. unfortunate. Oh, no, it's weird though, because like, you know, you've told me I'm a soft-spoken cat. I know this already. But like when we hang out together, you don't, it, like I said, I think it's a frequency thing. Like you don't have a voice where it's like, God, will this guy shut up? You're not that guy. You're not the guy that's yeah. so loud that you're you're intruding on people's, you know, peace or anything like that. You're not disturbing the peace. You're just you just have this voice that carries. But you're certainly not like a loud, annoying person. Matter of fact, we I, went to I'm the not movies. Annoying. I'm not annoying. <laughs> but you're not loud in that way either. We went to the movies. You were able to. We'll talk about that, ladies and gentlemen, because damn, that we have something to talk about. Oh, you, but you know what the funny thing is? My laugh is the reason I have a son. Oh snap! What a story, right? Oh, please. Now you got to share. <laughs> um, what happened was a friend of mine, we were really close in Atascadero and I moved to Fresno and we kind of lost touch. And so remember the warehouse on Sean Valentine it used to be a warehouse music there. Oh yeah. I loved that place. Yep. And I was just doing my normal browsing. I used to take the city bus to where the warehouse. So I'd go there and I'd be walking around and a person walked up to me. She's like, Steve. And it was my friend from Atascadero who ended up being my son's mother. But I was like, how did you know it was me? She said, I heard you laughing. <laughs> I said, what? She said, I heard your laugh. And she said, that is Steve's laugh. And she came looking for me in, in the warehouse. I believe that. And then we reconnected. I think that if I was walking around in Indonesia 20 years from now, we, oh, lose, no. we lose touch. No, no. Especially if it's in Indonesia, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but if um, I'm just walking around and, and all of a sudden I hear that, I would go, that that can only be one person. I would know. <laughs> Seriously. On. No. People, I know you'll agree with me. You tweet and at me. we're not going to lose this. touch like that. Here's what I'm not going to let you do, Dan. What's this that? whole, hey, haven't talked to you for a while. Let's go to WWE. You're not going to fall out. You're not, I'm not going to let you. I'm just going to be the connector between us. Well, I don't think that WWE is the glue. It just happened to be this particular scenario that happened to bring us all back together again. But yes, I see your point. No, man, we're, we're so good. How, like, you're going to, so you're, you're going to well, make first, Hold on real quick. To... First, real quick though, in regards to what you're saying, it's because we've become really good friends at a later time in my life. Remember we were talking about the whole circle thing. That is so. There, so that's good different. Point. I met you that in a time a where point. I have a small, smaller, tighter, tighter groove circle, as you put it, Steve. And uh, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but, I mean, just put it out you there. Are, you put it out my tight it, groove circle. Make a point to make, like, say, hey, we're gonna <laughs> in your in your dream scenario. How often are you guys like at least one of your friends? You're going out. How often in your dream scenario? Not saying this is a reality, but in your dream scenario, you're actually contacting or going out with your one of your circle or if all of your circle how many times you think i don't know i mean because i'm still the same person that i was three weeks ago when we talked about this kind of stuff i don't know if it was three weeks ago but i'm just you know putting a number on it i'm still the same person so i do like my time at home and everything um i've just been spending way too much of it as you know okay but to answer your question i would be cool if we met up it feels weird to put a number on it, you know what I mean? But I would be I would be very happy if we were able to do this quarterly. That's totally reasonable. Yeah. Or That's even, you know, totally reasonable. Yeah. And at the pace that we've been going, 
you know, because it's been years and years and years. I mean, at the very minimum, I'd be happy with once a year, but I don't think that's enough because, you know, people get older and things happen and I don't want, I don't want that to happen. So I think quarterly is good, but I would take, I would take a, uh, more than that, you know, if, if something came up. That's so, that's a decent thing. Yeah, I'm reflecting on all this right now, and I just know that, um, like, Matt, I know I'm going to see a lot. I'm going to go see Iron Maiden with him next year, and I know he rolls his eyes when I say that. But, dude, I I already have the freaking ticket, so leave me alone. Not you, Steve. I'm talking to Matt if he's listening, which I don't know if he will. But Celia, Celia, do me a favor and pass it on, okay? So I know I'm going to see him. But now Gary, on the other hand, he now lives out of town. He lives in the Modesto area, which is not that far. It's only, what would you say, maybe two hour and a half, two hours out? Yeah. And there's a possibility that I may be going that way more often than, than I think. So if that happens, I'll, I plan on seeing him a lot more. But um, it was just, you know, the, the bottom line, dude, is that it was amazing that there was so much time, nearly a decade that it passed. Oh, hold up. Look at the pooch, the nooch. Jeez, fucking dogs. I'm trying to talk. Look at the pooch, the nooch. <laughs> And I was going to try to get away with no edits, but anyway. They lo- see, they, they adore me. They, see, I don't know what damn you're doing to these dogs. They but when I you. go over there, they love me. They hear you on a frequency. They might. They know you're there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to edit that, but my dogs are barking. I don't like talking because it they're distracts so what I'm trying to say. Oh, they're so cute. Um, now, they see, they broke my concentration, Steve. What was I saying? Uh, I just, listen, I was amazed that that much time had passed, nearly a decade, mm-hmm. and that... He, it was like we never stopped hanging out. It was amazing, and he just hit That's me up yesterday, thing. going, "Hey, man, I had a fantastic time." So I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's not let's not wait this long. It, time, you know, life is too precious, and time is too short." And so, if you guys are in that situation out there, this isn't like Dan's advice corner or anything like that. But if you're in that situation, or you, there's someone that you truly like, I love this dude. He's he's a he's a wonderful human being. He's like my brother. And um, if you have, there's people out there that you haven't connected with in a long time, take a chance and give them a call because it feels fantastic. And if you can really get together and hopefully you'll have the same experience I did. I mean, you know, WWE, SmackDown or not, just go someplace, have a drink, do whatever it is that you guys normally did. It's amazing what will happen sometimes. Like this connection is, uh, it, it was so strong and so weird. And even Gail, like I sent a selfie of us like yes, together because yes. Gail loves this guy too. And because it was, we were kind of like the three amigos back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, oh, I saw the look on your face. And I, you know, wow. like I said, I've been going through some things. So I, always, I haven't always been smiling a lot lately, but she saw the look on my face and she's like, you're doing just fine. You needed this right now. And I, I totally did. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, I did go see SmackDown, but something more important happened. And I connected with old friends and it was it made my uh, it made my year, to be honest with you, dude. It really did. That's a good thing, dude. I mean, you need that. I think every I think like take Dan's advice, people. Reconnect with, uh, you know, and not everybody has that person. But if you do have that person you haven't connected with, um, do it. Because I know with me, uh, the brother of my friend texts and he's like, so Steve didn't show. Oh, he's talking shit? Like he assumed automatically, you know, okay, he made it. He made it to California. Everything's fine. Hadn't heard from, so, so his brother just texted and was like, hey, you made it to California. Yeah. He's like, so Steve didn't show, did he? And it was like, he took a selfie with me real quick and sent it to his brother. And they were just in shock. And I was like, am I, I'm that guy. You have an old friend selfie too now? Um, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, I'm the dude that no one believes that 
uh, like I'll say out, like, you know how you do the thing where it's just like, oh yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And then the time comes around, you're like, dude, I can't make it. Yep. I'm that guy where people just say, we're not inviting them anymore. But they still will because with the hope that I'll show. Totally. And that's what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. It's like you, if you do it too much, you eventually just stop getting the invitation. It does. I don't think it means that they, they love you any less, but they're kind of accepting it. Like, oh, this dude just can't or won't do these things anymore. And that's kind of what I'm going. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going through with my buddy, Matt. But I love this fucker so much. Like he and I have been through so much together that I know in my heart, it'll never change. I know he's still kind of on the fence about it a little bit, but I also know that the dude loves me too. And I'm also like, I mean, we have so much history, you know what I mean? Yeah. So much history. So you just can't throw those things away. No, no. And, and a big thing is like, dude, even I'm, I'm going to, Every time I do something like this and I'm just like, ah, I don't feel like going. When I go, I come back saying, I'm glad I went. Even if I don't feel like doing it at first, I'm, this is the first, like when he invited me this time, this is the first time I knew I was going. I was like, okay, he's going to be in California. He texts me. He's like, hey, we need to meet up. I was like, you know what? I really need to go. This is the time I, you know, I really need to go. Now, mind you, he's probably the one that I would do it for. Whereas other people would be like, hey, we're having a get together from everybody from high school. Let's do it. I'll be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. He'd be the person that. Just like your friends. He'd be the person I would do it for. But again, I think it's also, um, I mean, I'm kind of out of a loop now because I also have, I'm happy. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I am straight with my, you know, with the, I think everyone is, but I'm straight with my current circle too. You know what I'm saying? My current circle is cool. I don't need... I would love, I've come to the realization of, you know, life moved on, unfortunately. In my situation, life moved on. And I love, I love the people that I used to know. I love them like brothers and sisters and all that stuff. But life did go and I'm making new experiences because in this second part of my life, I'm actually living a different life now. I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing new things, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm not doing what I did. So I don't know if I had, could have the friends that I had because they knew the Steve that I was. I'm kind of new now. I can dig that, man. And so I'm making new connections and I have, a new circ- I have a new circle now. I have people that I'm close with now where I'm just like, I don't necessarily have to do that thing. That's the same way I am too, but I don't know. Like, Only saying- in my situation. You're, not, I'm not saying anything about I'm saying in my, it's just like a brand new life now. I hear you. And I'm yeah. honestly, I'm the same way. But at the same time, I'm talking to you particularly. Yeah. Don't don't write it off as that's it has to be that way. Like you can step away from that every now and then and just me- and build right. some memories, man, because I mean, I don't want to get all morbid on it. But, you know, God forbid something would happen where suddenly that person's gone. One of those people are gone and you had a that's chance. True. You that's know what totally I mean? True. And no, I personally, totally that would eat me up, dude. Like it would totally eat me up. So I, I want these people to live forever. You oh, know what I'm saying? Totally. Even and though you know, I know it's, it's an impossible thing to ask, but I'm really glad that I'm, at, I'm now taking the steps to, I, it's not even healing. I'm just reconnecting, you know? That, and and the, th- the scary thing is I realized I, I looked at myself, I'm like, man, I look good and da, 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 da. But I was like, I was thinking, I said on, on the exercise bike, I said, if I had a heart attack right now, it wouldn't blow people away. I'm at the age now where they'd be like, he was young, but it wasn't a newspaper article young. Yeah. You're at the age where it's not crazy. It's not. <laughs> anymore. There's, yeah. It's not nuts. 
And I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. It's not nuts anymore. No, seriously, man. Like you mentioned that, and I won't give any names or anything because I really didn't know this person. But there's yeah. some people, there's a person that I went to school with, and she was married to this other guy. Mm-hmm. He was, I don't know what his lifestyle was like, but I do know that he was healthy. I know he was a police officer and he looked good. You know what I mean? Like he looked like he was in shape. Yeah. He dropped dead of a heart attack, man, like a week ago. And it's just oh like, God. yeah, it's fucking crazy. I have this iWatch. I bought one of those Apple watches and it's the Series 4. And I'm not like saying that for. Ooh, I want that bad. I'm only oh, saying that for the reason, like I wouldn't even have given the series on it. But what it is, is that this one has an EKG reading that just came out. Like they just did this update. They said mm-hmm. on those, um, you know what they're called when they get up in front of everyone in, in a in a Silicon Valley and they do their, this is what's coming out this year, those kind of things. Yes, yes. yes so yes. they said that it was coming, but it wasn't there when I bought it. I just bought this a couple months ago and they just released the update. So I'm like, I'm going to try this out. So you're supposed to have a sinus rhythm. That's like the goods. If you got the sinus mm-hmm. rhythm, everything's cool, right? And it's, it doesn't yes. say uh, that it, it predicts a heart attack or anything like that, but it just checks your, it's pretty fascinating what these things can do now. But it gives you an EKG reading. It takes 30 seconds. And it's a sinus rhythm, so I was like happy. But one night, I'm like my heart's going a little bit fast for some reason. I don't know what's up with that. Like I just had a meal, and I felt like my heart was beating a little bit fast. So I'm gonna try this out. So I put the thing on, and it gave me an inconclusive. I'm like, oh shit, what's that? So I look on, I look on the, you know, what what does inconclusive mean? And basically, just says, look, it doesn't mean anything because it's inconclusive. However, if you continue to get this or you're feeling sick, like go to the doctor immediately. I'm like, oh my god. So I feel I'm fine. I really do. And that's that's me giving you my opinion. Like, I still have to yeah. do all my, like, I joke around. I have to do my old man appointments and make sure the ticker's still in check and everything like that. But getting back to what we were saying is you just never know what tomorrow's going to bring. You really don't, dude. So, people, take the time. Call your friends. Call your family. Let them know you love them. Let them know you care. And because they're, tomorrow is not guaranteed. That said... Let's let's make some noise about some other things. Unless, of yeah, course, you wanted to wax about. Oh you know. no, I have I have nothing else except just just that. You know, enjoy enjoy your life, man. And f- if you can eat healthy and exercise. Yeah, I gotta Create start that doing that as too. Your base model so that when you go to the doctor and something's off, you know something's off. Because otherwise, the doctor is like, "Do you eat healthy and do you exercise?" No. Yeah, well, nah. let's try that before you come back. Whereas if you're like, "Hey, you drink water? Yeah. Do you eat healthy and exercise? Yes. Okay. Well, something. Then we really need to because you're doing base model your base model body should be at least doing something right where you know and and i know for for me i i I, life goes quick but we only get one of these unfortunately we don't get a re a reboot we only get one of these people one time one body i remember this jazz artist um when he was 80 years old or so he said if i would have known i was going to live this long i would have treated my body a lot better i was like wow that's a cold quote it's a cold quote. It's a very real quote. <laughs> yes, because he just couldn't really do anything. He's like, man, I can't even walk that far. He's like, man, I would have done way different if I knew 80 was going to happen. I would have done this way different. So, um, yeah, just just uh, uh, handle your business, people. We love you. We want you to be able to live as long as you can with the friends that you want and, and want to hang out with like Dan. You're going to be able to have a bunch of stories where... <laughs> Like Dan, where you're losing your voice screaming at a fake thing. So, yes. Please. It's not fake, man. It's fucking real. You fucking miss, There's just man. Some, I would have gone for that. If you would have told me The Rock was going to be there, I would have had to jump on board. I had to ask about that. I guess he still shows up at WrestleMania every now and then. His last like entrance where they didn't expect him to be there and the lights went off and you didn't know who was coming and all of a sudden you hear, if you're something, I'm like, oh, snap. 
<laughs> that is crazy. And he still has it, dude. He he still has. But anyway, yeah, let's wax poetic over other stuff. But Dan, let me tell you something. That story touched me. I have a lot of thinking to do. I'm just going to let you know that the story made a difference for me. So I appreciate you actually going deeper than just the WWE on the story. I actually have a lot of thinking to do about, you know, who I want in my life and, you know, do I really want to change that or am I just totally okay with how it is now? Yeah. I mean, and I think either answer is fine for you, whatever you choose, you know, because yes. you got to choose right for yourself. But yes, I just want to put out there that, yes, it was a lot of fun to go to this and scream at the top of my lungs and drink far too many beers and everything like that. But it was the connections that I re well, the reconnections, I should say, that I made that. Yes. Uh, has completely made my year. Like I'm, I'm like in love with my friends all over again, dude. It's crazy. That's dope. That's dope. So, hey, dude. Getting back to the podcast, I just wanted to say that we got some nice reviews, and they're they're Yay. from and they're from fellow podcasters, by the way. But I thought oh, that you know it. we do read these on the air on the podcast. There is no air on the podcast, and I thought I would share those with you. So first up, ladies and gentlemen, there was one that came from a buddy of mine named Chris from ADO Radio. Listen to that show; it's funny Here as hell. This one is a five-star review, Steve, and it says, Great people. The hosts are great. Upbeat, very lively. These guys will keep you laughing. Uh, uh, by the way, hold on a second. I want to say that his show has been around for a long time, so when I say something about being new, you'll know where I'm coming from, okay? So I'm going to start that over again. It says, The hosts are great. Upbeat, very lively. These guys will keep you laughing. They brighten up my day every time I listen. They are new, but you would never know. Both good talents on the mic, a must for any podcast fan. And this is Chris at Attention Deficit Order Podcast. Thank you, Chris. Gee, thank you so much. Like, I think he's been doing, I don't know what defines a season for their show, but I think they're in like season 15 or something crazy like that. They've been doing a long time. Yeah, they've been putting in work. So, Chris, thank you very much. Guys, listen to their show. And thank you from someone who is seasoned. Thank you. We really appreciate it. For sure. All right, so this one comes from our friends from across the pond. This is another show uh, that we're fans of, and this is the show is called Blurds or Us. It says, reminds me of me. Five-star review. Hey, dudes, listening to the episode 46 and realized I had not left a review. It's Ace from Blurds or Us and a member of the Leftover Army. I was initially not going to listen to the show, as my library of podcasts is pretty full. But after a brief interaction with Dan on his welcome post on the page, I had to check it out. Have not listened to you on PCL yet. Very far behind. He's talking to me. Uh, It says, and I'm very glad that I did. Love the chemistry between the two of you and the tangents that you go on. I learned something new every episode. My favorite line from the show is when Steve said, anytime people go faster than walking, they die. (laughs) I remember that. It it had me in stitches for ages. Keep doing the good work you do and would love to have you both on an episode at some point in the near future. So, Ace, thank you very much. And yes, we will be on your show in the near future. We still have to work that out. We have not forgotten about that. So, uh, the, uh, yes, for, from both parties, thank you very much. Yes, for sure. You were saying, Steve, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I accidentally uh, talked over you. Uh, I said the goal is for them to be on ours and for ours to be, for us to be on theirs. Uh, do a little cross situation. Cross the pond. Come on. Yeah, there it is. There it is, buddy. I know you're you know what go. I'm trying to learn. What's that? Oh, this is going to be great for him. When to say in it. I don't know when that works. Like it literally can be put in anywhere, I think. Because I was listening to the Blurs R Us podcast. I was like, wow. I, yeah. I, when, when can you say that, I wonder? And it, I literally just listened to them talk. And then I went to the next episode. Then I went to the next episode. I was like, I can listen to these folks talk all day long. I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I think when you said, I think, like you said, it can literally put anywhere. You said, I think, I think you could have put in, in it right there. 
So really? it'd be like it could be put anywhere, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Oh, interesting. Well, when we when we get them on, I'm gonna ask for the rules of God. But actually, listening to Blur to Us is actually the one that got me into um. There's a Batman series called No Man's Land that I recently ordered from um, uh, Amazon. I ordered that, and I ordered a, 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 a comic book by Kieran Gillen called Uber. I, I ordered those two, so thank you, Blurs R Us. I really appreciate it. I'm I'm very interested in how good it was. I was been I've been hitting them up and been like, you know, uh, what is No Man's No Man's Land about? It's apparently a really good Batman series, so I'm pumped. I'm jazzed. Thank you guys. So I didn't really sell either show. So I'll tell you, um, going back to attention deficit order, uh, if you like this show, you like that show. They talk a lot of movies. They talk music. Uh, they, they're constantly joking around. I really have come to love that show a lot. And I, they're based out of Fresno and the Bay Area somewhere. So they, they kind of do a thing that we do, they're, they, but they don't live in the same town. And then Blurds Are Us is out of Great Britain, and they do also the same thing, but they also talk about... And by the way, both shows talk about gaming, pop culture yes. in general. So... Mm-hmm. Get your fix everywhere. Like you don't ever have to just get that fix. Just keep chasing the dragon and listen to all these different shows, man, because it's it's fun. So I just oh, want to sure. give them love and let them know that uh, they are very much loved by this show. So guys, we love you. And on a this is on yet another tangent. Us podcasters, um, you know what I really, you know what I want to be my circle. That's who I want to be my circle. The podcasters, where it's just like we are actually friends. Like, we actually contact each other, not necessarily on Twitter. Like, we have each other's contact information being like, look, man, you know, I, don't, I didn't get him any listeners as the last episode. I'm kind of feeling down. I could be like, don't worry about it. Such and such went through the same thing. Everything's going to be fine because we don't have someone going through the same struggles we are. And we can't literally put it on Twitter and be like, we only got this many listeners. And Twitter's going to be like, we don't care. So what? Twitter's not your friend, really. Whereas us, you know... ADO, Blurds, Leftover, like we would actually, the host would actually be going through stuff that many people aren't really going through. They're like, dude, you know, we lost the audio. We lost it. The hard drive crash. They would probably text back and be like, dude, it happened to us too. You just have to do another show. You got to suck it up and do another show. That's what life is. So I hoped my goal for the next year is actually be in close contact with other podcasters, like a close circle. Where it's like, look, if you if you need help, we got you. Or if we need help, they got us. This is a dream, mind you. But I've, uh, you know, dude, oh man, I'm about to get mad, Dan. Don't get mad, just, just. Uh... Uh, no, I was going to get mad at something else. There's, there's, oh, how do I say? There's podcasts that I've been looking to connect with that I don't need to be looking at. I have them in right in front of me. I have people that are actually willing to be cool with us right around me. Not the podcast. I'm like, oh, one day I hope I meet them. There's podcasts I like right around us. You know, like Blurs and ADO and Leftovers that I'm like, I need to just become closer with these folks that are just right around me. Because they're amazing at what they do. Incredible at what they do. And I just need to be uh, uh, closer with those folks. So, you know, I'm, I'm pumping myself up. I need to do that way better. I don't connect as much as I do. Skip those other freaking podcasts. Not to make you feel bad, sir, but I have been connecting with these guys. Uh, Some more than others. I know you have. You have. But I'm going somewhere with this. And that's why I said not to make you feel bad. Uh, You're very right about that. And doesn't this, and I'm, you know, their business is their business, but, um, even if it's not podcast related or hardware related, yeah. they're, they're just people that are going through things, man. And mm-hmm. I have learned because, you know, I tend to put myself out there sometimes too much. Uh, they're wonderful people, man, that are, it's become like this support group. You know what I mean? Sure. And and not like a support group. Like I'm saying, I got to talk to you for a second, man. It's not like that. But hands have been extended. Like if you need something, let me know. 
or hey, you know, and it's it's amazing. So, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just emotional because it's the end of the year. G. I don't know what's going on, but I got to tell you that through this podcast, we have met so many wonderful people. And if you've had mm-hmm. contact with me and Steve uh, at any time this year. And your podcast related, I'm talking directly to you. So there's Melissa. I mean, I can name everyone. Melissa popped up in my head first because she reached out today. But, you know, we oh, obviously we show love to Brian and Jake over at Pop Culture Leftovers, the boys of Blurs Are Us, ADO Radio, uh, Horribly Awkward, Sean. I mean, all these people that we've come in contact with, you're all wonderful folks, man. And we've and we've got to interact with some of you, some of you rather. We've oh. got to hang, like literally hang out with you. And it's been fantastic. So, dude, I think we're doing something right. Because we are, we have met wonderful people. I don't want to miss the, there's a, there's, there's people that actually, um, and this is going to, this isn't even a tangent. Um, I got a shout out because these are the first folks that actually made me feel like I was making that you and I were actually doing something deep and that's, um, Mick and, and Bucks. Yes. They're the first ones that actually contacted saying we're fans of your show that I remember actually really being fans of the show. And I was like. This is actually happening, Dan. This is actually happening. I remember Bucks hitting us up and Mick hitting us up and talking to us and uh, hearing them do their podcast. And now, like, Mick and Bucks are legitimately, like, friends. We don't even sometimes talk about the podcast. I'm just, I'm just in, you know, like, literally Facebook messaging and hitting them up, being like, what's up? What's the word? What's going on with it? Like, Bucks is giving me bass lessons randomly. Like teaching me how to learn, having nothing to do with anything else. He's just saying, hey, you might want to try this. This is a good scale to learn on the bass if you're really trying to learn. Handle this. Do this. Oh, am I supposed to do it like that? Buck's like, no, 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 no. Do it like this. And it's like, oh, they're friends now. Like we're aside from the podcast. These are friends that they were the first to say, one one of the first in my brain to say, no, 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 you don't get it. We're fans, like legit. On that note, I remember getting messages from them and like going, dude, are you seeing this? Like we just reached, and then maybe this sounds stupid to some of you. You know what I mean? People, particularly people that have been doing this for a while, but for us, they really were the first like, oh wow, we kind of reached out like way further than we thought. Because for, for a while, particularly if you're like new to podcasting, a lot of time it sounds like you're just shouting off into the void, recording, playing radio, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and doing it for yourself. And when it, when it bounces back to you, something amazing happens. And yes, and I didn't bring them up for a particular reason. Is that I'm not sure that the, the show's even going anymore. But you're right. You're right. Mick and Bucks, we fucking love you guys, man. And um, I don't know. I am emotional today, dude. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm, I no, feel it's like- huge because they went from friends to they went from fans to friends. Like there's if I went to the other side of the pond, uh, you know what I'm saying? I would be like, oh, I I I know I have somewhere to stay. I yeah. know I have, I'm okay. Or if I get lost somewhere, I know Mick or Bucks will be like, where are you? We're on our way. And I, there's not a question. It's not a question. I don't have to worry about that. It's not one of those things where like, we're on our way as long as you're doing a show. What time can we be? It'd be like, no, 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 no. Where are you right now? Give me your information and you'll be fine. And that's what I want. I don't, just like you said, you corrected me. I don't want someone just for hardware and information, da, 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 da. I want, I wouldn't mind that the, the circle of podcasters are actually friends where we're just like, hey, because we're living a very, we're doing a strange thing. We're talking into the ether and hoping that people like what we're talking about. We're saying, hey, we're Steve and Dan. Sure hope you like us being Steve and Dan and Danning and Steving it up. 
and people just happen to be liking it. You know what I'm saying? We're doing a thing. That's the same thing that, um, you know, Mick and Bucks were doing. The same thing that Bloods, Bloods Are Us were doing. The same thing that, you know, ADL and <laughs> pop culture. They said, we're going to be us. And we just hope you guys like hanging with us. And you women and, and, and uh, you know, um, everyone else loves hanging with us enough to continue listening. And that's a big deal, dude. We're not putting on a character. Some people put on these characters like, uh, and do that thing where they're like, all right, let me go ahead and get in the suit and doing this and doing this and put on this character. And hopefully people like chilling with this character. We're some podcasts that are just being us and talking about stuff we like. And people are coming along for the, the ride. So we're in a, we are, we should be a close, which we are, but we, you know, I can see how we can be friends because we're living a very peculiar thing. It's a wonderful thing. But there's one thing. Speaking of Mick, I feel like if we did in that scenario where like we were to get lost, all we would have to do is like blow a horn and be like. <laughs> and like Mick would just come out of the bushes and be like, I got you, mate. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, oh bellowed. <laughs> I imagine Mick having a sledgehammer strapped to his back for some reason. I'm like, well, why do you carry that thing? Oh, you never know when you're going to need it. I'm like, yeah, it's true. I defeated a troll in the forest. <laughs> we love you, Mick. Crazy bastard. Love you. <laughs> I totally see that. I'll be like, I'm not going to even ask about that story. I believe you did. So, yeah, but everybody, yes. <laughs> Ooh, bellowed. That dude is. I can't wait to see how big Mick is. He's probably man. Let's start saving up, dude. We say it all the time. Let's. This is ridiculous at this point. We got to get out that way. Oh, oh, I'm not gonna even go on that tangent. I'll just say, remind me to tell you my uh, about my uh, Rome trip. But we'll tell. We'll talk about it next. Next. uh, Next um, episode. Next year. Who knows? You know what? Maybe, maybe we will do one. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll do another show yeah, next week. But I got a feeling that this yeah. is probably the last show of 2018. Well, I don't know. We could do because 2018 is 19 is actually farther than I thought it was. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm home a lot further. these days. I don't know. Yeah, we have like time. We could actually, we could actually do it like next, like literally next Thursday. I think. You know, we could. Do I work? I think we could. Yeah, we could. We could. Yeah, so I'm just uh, like, we'll wow, see. That's far. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. You know cool. what? what this is not the last yeah. show of 2018. We got one more. Take it all back. There we go. All right. What do you want to talk about, man? Tell me what to talk about, Dan. Tell mm. me. Well, you know, um, I think it's topical. We should bring it up. I had pulled up the the Golden Globes are going to be coming up shortly, and mm-hmm. uh, the nominees were released. I was wondering if you'd okay. like to discuss these things and Let's maybe possibly give I'm, some predictions. Oh, I already. Okay. We didn't keep the score last year, but we did pretty well the the time that we did do it. Did we do the Oscar? I think we did the Oscars. It was the Oscars, yeah. Dang you know, I'll, I'll try, I'll try and I'm go st- back and like and and document this so that way we can actually keep score. But let's. Yeah. I think we should talk about it and maybe just give some friendly predictions. And I think you might kind of go what, but I sort of have. Um, I've had a change of mind on a certain movie that we both love. Not much, Whoa. just just a little bit. Just a okay. little bit. Just okay. a little bit, dude. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Right. So we'll get there. So where do you want to start? Uh, best actor. Okay, Steve. So best actor in a motion picture. This is a drama. Mm-hmm. Mr. Steve Hudson. We got Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. Which you loved. 
I loved it. Uh, we've got, you still have not seen this movie. We have not. I so have you're not. sort of, and I don't mean the word mean when I say this. I'm not, I'm not trying to be unkind to you, but you're going to be speaking out of ignorance in some of these. Years, I as am. am I. Totally, as am I. Totally. Well, some well of these, a matter some of, of the... fact, you're going to be speaking out of ignorance for uh, most of them. Oh, but because a lot of these are the four-year consideration DVDs that were sent out. A lot of them are just like, hey, let me get them in before the, uh, so, uh, you know, on Twitter, you see a million people with these four-year consideration screeners. I was like, I haven't even heard of that movie. We're like, yeah, it was a- is it kind of older? <laughs> well, one of them is. One of them is. Yeah. One, but the two, other ones, I'm just one, like, two, what? three, four of them have been out for a while. I don't know about this at Eternity's Gate, but Willem Dafoe for at Eternity's Gate. Okay. We have Lucas Hedges, great actor, in Boy Erased. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rami Malik is going to be, uh, he's up for Best Actor. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody when he played uh-huh. Freddie Mercury. And then, sir, we have John David Washington, Denzel's son. For Black Klansman. Ooh. And you have not seen that one either, have you? No, and I have it on my I have it on my computer. Dude, what are you doing? But I don't I don't think any of them are going to change my vote. None of them are gonna elicit the response that I got from the I already know choose. what you're gonna say. Who which one? Who do you think I'm gonna say? Come on, what do you think I'm a what do you what am I a nut job over here? I know what you're gonna say. You say Jeez. it already. It's Rami Malek. He's yeah, he. I knew you were gonna there's say that. no other actor that's going to elicit what he elicited from me in that theater that day. Okay, so I guess I'll go ahead and say it now. I've had some time. I've actually watched. I've only seen Bohemian Rhapsody once. But mm-hmm. when we, if uh, you people will recall, if you heard our review on it, we were through the roof. We were over the mm-hmm. moon. We went through the roof, and then we went over the moon for this one. Okay. Yes. So in that time, I have seen A Star Is Born two more times. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've only seen Bohemian Rhapsody once. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's not that big of a limb. Honestly, I really feel this way. And I know you're going to be like, come on! But I I can't take you seriously until you watch these movies. Um, He's not getting it, dude. He's not getting it. It, If anybody, and this is close, because the Academy, you know, they'll jack you up sometimes. And uh, the Golden Globes, this is what I'm going to say. Bradley Cooper, all the way. Per stars. I haven't seen I can't say anything. Dude, he was amazing. He was amazing in this movie. I can't say not. I just can only say I've never seen someone transform. Very rarely do I see someone transform into another human being so eloquently. And Don't get me wrong. I think that he did a fantastic job in this movie. Uh, matter of fact, I think he was the best part of the movie. What I was getting at is, is that I actually like A Star is Born quite a bit better than... Uh, I, was, I was high on Queen at the time, bro, when I saw it. I don't think it's a bad movie. I do not think it's a bad movie. A lot of people didn't like that movie for other reasons. I loved the movie. But if you had to, you know, put a gun to my head and say, pick one now, it's going to be a Star is Born. That's fair. I haven't watched it. And so now I have very, very high hopes for Star is Born. Yeah. And then I would honestly say, <laughs> I would honestly say that uh, I would give it over. I would give it to John David Washington in Black Klansman over Rami Malek in Bohemian. Can't Rams. say anything about that either. Yeah. So, I mean, I, again... These are just our speculations and, and where we're at as far as what we've seen. But yeah, for me, just to recap, I'm going with Bradley Cooper all the way on this one here. Steve is going with Rami Malek and Bohemian oh, no. Rhapsody. Rami's going to get it, though. That's what you don't understand. He's getting okay. it. Okay. All right. Why? If he does, I w- listen, if he does, I won't be surprised. I smell it. I'm just I telling you. I smell it in the air, dude. Could be all this apple cider vinegar I'm drinking that you're smelling because, damn, That's I'm on true. drink you number know, two. You're very true. <laughs> I got to watch Black Klansman. It's fantastic. I just watched that one again, too, the other day. It's it's so good. I gotta watch it. So good. And, and the thing is, here's the thing. I'm one of the few people that don't find Adam Driver annoying. I didn't know it was a thing that they people thought he was annoying. I think he's fine. 
I think people are more annoyed with him because he's kind of a he's an odd guy to say the least, and he's a big yeah. hulking kind of guy. But he's a fantastic actor. I loved him in Girls. Um, oh yeah. I, did, I didn't like, I, I put it this way. I loved him more than I liked girls. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> but he and was he, great. I, and then, mind you, I, okay, I came late. I'm going to say it. And maybe some people are going to be like, how dare you say this? I loved him in um, uh, the Star Wars. I thought he was great. And I saw some complaints about him. On, I was like, what the, what? Did I miss something? Is there something earlier that I should have known that made him suck? Because when I watched him, I was like, I like him. I believe that he's he's struggling in this. Should I be this way or that? I loved him in the movie. I'm not because bothering with the haters, man, on this one. I think he's fantastic. Okay, good. I think he's fantastic, dude. All right. Hopefully he's nominated for something. Uh, You know what? I think he is. We'll get to that in a second. So okay. we'll match it up and we'll go ahead. Uh, best actress in a motion yes. picture drama, Steve. Now, I'm kind of in the same camp you were just a little while ago here. But I, I've seen I've seen two of these. All right, so first up, we have Glenn Close in The Wife. I have not seen this movie, but I will tell you that Sea Oak should have been made into an, <laughs> an Amazon oh, series. And so I think you fuckers dropped you the ball. Why did you just remind me of that? Because, it, it, because it bears repeating. <gasps> Amazon dropped the ball. Shutter can pick it up. I have Maybe, but I don't even... Is that how it works? I don't like, know. They just did a pilot. They might own the property, they, yeah. I think they took their ball and went home. But guys, if you ever get a chance to somehow, <laughs> if you guys ever get a chance to see Sea Oak, it was just a pilot that oh, they were doing for pilotly so for Amazon. Good. It was fantastic. It was so good. I don't know so how good. they didn't pick that shit up. But anyway, like they should have picked that up over. Um, can't even remember the damn name of it now. Uh, oh God! Don't get me started on the marvelous there. Miss. Don't get me started, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're probably gonna say the same thing. Krasinski, bro. Krasinski. Oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I didn't watch well, no, that. Yeah, yeah, you did. Krasinski's show that just came on. I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, right now no, you're I'm having a bugging, though. No, I'm not. You're bugging. I didn't enjoy I thought you it. said I, the Kraminsky. I thought you said that oh, no, there's no, another no, no. show that. Okay. No, not the Kaminsky method. I'm talking about what is yeah. the name of that damn show? Come uh, on, you're Steve. talking we about do a podcast. Um, uh, uh, Clancy, uh, Clancy's. Um, yes, huh? That's the one. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Skippy Jones, I think the name of the show was. Yeah, that's the one that uh, I... Listen, it's and a good show. And they're still pushing... They're, dude, they're push, they are not going to let that one up. Every time I open Prime Video, they're like, have you seen this? I'm like, gee, just calm down. <laughs> yes, I have. I'll tell you right now, this won't be my first unpopular opinion this week, but I I didn't care for that show as much as a lot of people did, and I think that Sea Oak would have been a better show. But I'm basing that off oh, of it would. one no, pilot. Oh, it would. It would have. There's no question. And my taste in things, you know? But you know I love my horror, so there's not many move. I mean, there's not many shows that I would take over a horror show that's done well. So it's not fair. You like them horrors? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a cheap shot. All right, moving on. Okay, another one, Steve. I, I wish you, you got to get, you know what? You're on vacation. You have no excuse. Uh, Lady Gaga for A Star is Born. Damn. Gaga was fantastic. I don't know though, because I haven't seen the other ones. I don't know if she's going to win this. Glenn is hard to beat, dude. <laughs> Glenn is a little hard to beat. But you know, it is she's what it is. I put it this way: if if Lady Gaga doesn't win, she totally at least deserves the the uh, the accolades. You know okay. what I mean? Because she totally. she does a fantastic job in this, and you won't know until you see it, of course. So maybe talk to me in 2020 when you finally. I'm watch gonna. It. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. okay. You're sure. Of course you will. All right. So, uh, Nicole Kidman in Destroyer. Have you seen this one? Have you heard of this one? What is... Oh, you, I have where she plays a cop that is a bad cop, right? 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she she like has I see a lot of movies, man, and I, I just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. I'm with you yeah. now. Yes, I do have mm-hmm. some vague memory of this one here. Now, this was actually not surprising, and uh, I know you haven't seen this, but I did. The movie, not necessarily my favorite movie, although I liked it. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, bro, for Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's a you very, very yes. good submission, man. Like it's a, yes. She totally deserved the nomination on this one. Can, can she win against Glenn? Do you think she beats Lady Gaga? If she beat Lady Gaga in this, I think a lot of people would be like, bullshit. Because much like how we had that love for Bohemian Rhapsody, I think they're really wrapped up in this movie. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at it because she really? she acts her ass off in this movie, dude. Like, this is her best role ever. And if she keeps doing hmm. more like this, she's well on her way. I assure you. Really? See, the, I, oh, I was yeah. shocked that you wouldn't be – because people keep on talking about – I've only heard a few you and, like, two other people talking about, oh, my God, Melissa, McCar- Melissa McCarthy in this freaking movie. And I'm yeah, like, The wow. movie's great, but she is fantastic in this movie. And she carries it, right? Oh, yeah. Big time. Does Gaga carry Star is Born? Yeah, her, yeah, like they're both oh, kind of neck and neck, interesting. dude. It's such a good movie, Steve, oh, I'm, I'm telling you. Gonna, and it's funny, because Glenn, it Glenn Close might be like, yeah, thank you for, <laughs> you might be like, yeah, you guys go ahead and argue amongst yourself in the corner while I take this here Golden Glow. So I don't know, I haven't seen Glenn Close's movie. <laughs> She's hard to beat, though, G. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that, like, I feel this way. Because don't get me wrong, Lady Gaga was awesome in this. But if she gets it, I'm going to be happy for her. I'm going to be very happy for her. And I yes, hope she gets totally. it over Glenn Close. Okay, that said, let's move along. Uh, the okay. last one is Rosamund Pike in A Private War. Anything? No. I like Rosamund Pike, though. Yeah, I got nothing for you on that one. I have no nothing. Yeah. So I She was great in um, Gone, babe. No, what was the Gone Girl? No. What was the Ben Affleck movie? Where uh, she disappeared? Gone Girl, wasn't it? Was it Gone Girl? Because I get baby gone. gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone is with his bro- little brother, I think. Yeah, it's, I think it's, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was Gone Girl. She was great in Gone Girl, dude. She's a fantastic actress, bro, but I just haven't heard anything about A Private War. Neither have I. Neither have I. So let's move along here, okay? Okay. Let's move along. So where do you want to go next? Just pick something. I want to go um, Best Original Screenplay. Okay, sir. Well, let me just find that real quick. Because we don't have many of those. <laughs> we don't have anything without sequels. So best screenplay is uh, first up, Alfonso Coran for Roma. <gasps> Maybe perhaps we uh, did this prematurely. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because we're going to talk about Roma in just a little bit. Original screenplay, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we, we, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Because I, I have a lot to say about this movie. Um, one that I'm interested in seeing, and it just came to our area. So uh, sorry that we haven't been able to talk about it. But Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara in... I think I just turned him into a Japanese guy. Tony McNamara. <laughs> and Tony Makamura. Tony McNamara in The Favorite. You've been wanting to see this. Have oh, you seen I've been it? wanting to see that, dude. Yeah, yeah. It just got to us. So it's really not our fault. We'll get to it. I'm actually eager to see this movie. So I've heard I. I've and heard mixed reviews. I've heard like, you know what? It's a lot of hype. And then I've heard it's a good movie, but don't get carried away. And then, But I really haven't heard any. It's a piss poor movie. No, 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 no. I haven't heard it. I think people, people on a whole that I've seen have liked it. They haven't been like, oh, sniff. But they have liked it a lot. 
Okay, next up, we haven't seen this one. I know you haven't. I plan on seeing it. But uh, Barry Jenkins, if Beale Street could talk. Oh, I want to see this movie. I've heard wonderful things about oh, this movie. I see this wonderful movie. things. Yeah, yeah, man. I got. I have some catching up to do, man. It's been a. Yeah. It's been kind of hard for me to hit the movies lately, but I do plan on catching up shortly. And I think I'm just going to go on a mad tear very soon because yes. the same thing with this one here. We've got Adam McKay in Vice, another movie that I'm looking forward to seeing. I think from what I've seen, the trailer. This movie looks phenomenal. Like I think that Christian Bale's just going to knock it out of the park. We got Rockwell knocking it out of the park. Steve Carell yeah. knocking it out of the park. Of course, I, I think I'm just not in the mode to watch something about Dick Cheney right now. I, I am. I'm not going to hold one thing against the other. I am very much wanting to see this movie. I know for sure. So stop being a, a bigot. I no, can't I'm just kidding. Really <laughs> <laughs> being a hater, Steve. We it's have just a fucking movie. Uh, he he <laughs> set the tone for what we have now. And it's it's like, in the Jesus. past. It's not really it's in, in the, the past at all. Now. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway. All right. Now, we got Peter Farrelly. Another one I've heard great things about. Peter Farrelly, uh, Nick Vallejonga. I don't know. Sorry. Nick Vallejonga, I believe it is. And then Brian Curie for Green Book. Now, I've heard some things about this one, man. <laughs> and I, I, by that laugh right there, I know you've heard the same things. Yeah. I mean, he came out and apologized. Mahershala Ali. Let's talk about it. He, he apologized for, um, it turns out that the family was like, the family that this happened to was like, this is totally wrong. It's a terrible a reconstruction of what actually happened. And y'all didn't even call us to get the real story. And Mahershala was like, oh no, I thought they did. The <laughs> Sorry like, about that. No, you guys just made up a random story about our family member and put it up on screen. I'm like, oh no, that's terrible. Like, I know yeah. they're watching this like, oh dear Lord. And I don't think, I think it's going to have an effect on it. But, I mean, given the other nominees, I don't think this had a shot anyway. Because when you, when you mentioned the other three, I mean, we're talking about uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, which has been a beast from what I've been hearing, you know, and all of it's showing. Uh, we're talking about, I mean, even though I don't want to see Vice, I've heard nothing but amazing things about Vice. Um, and then don't get me started on Roma. Roma, for, for it to be an original screenplay, I don't think Green Book had a shot even if the drama didn't happen. This is a tough category right now. I wish we could be like, let's pause real quick and then talk about Roma and then get back to it, but we won't. I know. It. We will, though, in retro, because and and, and, I'm just going to give my opinion on, because now, dude, it's tough because I can say Roma because I've seen it. Mm -hmm. But when I watch Bill Street, it might just be like, oh, my God. But from what I've seen, I can only judge off of what I've seen so far. And out of, I've only seen, well, what's the next nominee? Green Book was the last one. Yeah. I've only seen Roma, so I got to give it to Roma. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Do I have anything to say about this one here? I would be very biased because, honestly, I've seen one of the five submissions. So... Let's just say I have a lot to say about Roma, but I don't really want to put any... Maybe we'll come Got back it. to this one. Okay. We'll come back to this, all right? Cool. Next up, cool. what do you want? Um, I'm something. going to say uh, Best Supporting Actor. Okay. You say that. Oh, I can't wait to hear see this. Because I can't even think of supporting actors that I'd be like would win. <laughs> 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 Who's a supporting actor that caught... Oh, you know what? Adam Driver. He was supporting in Black Count Kasman. We also have Best Actor and Best Actress for um, Musical or Comedy as well. 
So this thing gets it gets very extensive. You know what I mean. So I'm just going to go with what you're saying as you say it. Okay. Go for it. So okay, the one that you're talking it. about for best supporting actor, do you want it to be, com- you know, musical comedy, or do you want it to be drama? Uh, drama. Drama. Okay. Dramada? All right. Let me see Dramada. if I can find yeah. it. You know, Steve, see don't see Dramada here. <laughs> I did find the Andromeda string. There we go. Where is it at? So many. Maybe we should have talked about this ahead of time, but you know what? These people will listen. And okay. it, there's okay. a little, there's this little button to the right of the play. It's like 15 seconds. Take it up 15 seconds and quit pitching. All right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not finding it, man. I only see supporting actor. Oh, here we go. All right. Yeah. Best actor in supporting role in okay. any motion picture. We can go with that. Go. That'll work. Yes. All Perfect. right. Cool. All right. Marshala Ali, Green Book. We just talked about that. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was a supporting right. now, actor. Now, here's another one. I know you'll have something to say, though I know you haven't seen this movie. And I haven't seen the other movie that you'd have something to say about. Timothy Chalamet. There's a name that we keep hearing for Beautiful oh, Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear a dude is just tearing it up. Like he's going to be one of the, he's the, one of the people to look out for basically. Yes. Right? Yes. If you're not already looking, look out for mm-hmm. him. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yes. Now you'd mentioned Adam driver a little while ago, black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantastic. He was so good in this movie. We got Richard E. Grant for can you ever forgive me? And God damn it. If he's not fantastic in this one too. <laughs> so it's gotten tough now. And yeah, then now you've seen two of these now. Yes. Yes. And then Sam Rockwell for Vice. You know, we are going to come back to this once we've watched a few more of these, but we're just talking right now. You guys can, it'll give you guys some food for thought. Uh, Sam Rockwell for Vice. Mm, Just off of what I've seen. Mm Hmm. Hmm. God, Richard E. Grant was good. Um, You know what? I, as good as Richard E. Grant was, and can you ever forgive me? I'm going to have to give it to Adam Driver out of the two that I've seen. Yeah. And, from what I've heard, this is this is all off of what I've heard. I'm gonna just go ahead and throw Timothy Chalamet in there too. Really? Yeah, but hmm, I think it's gonna because Sam Rockwell though, dude, Jesus, he he kills everything he's in. He really does. I don't know. I think this is gonna be one of the ones that I'm really closely paying attention to. Okay, what what was Timothy Chalamet in? Timothy Chalamet was in Beautiful Boy. I've never even heard of that movie, Dan. Well, Steve, you've been busy with school. Yeah, but beautiful. I mean, I at least heard of the other. I have not, because I saw his other one with um, Army Hammer, and uh, I wasn't as high on it as everyone was. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine, but uh, he did a great job. I mean, they did a fantastic job. um, But I'm very interested to see uh, what his next move is. As far as I want to see Beautiful Boy. I want to see what Timothy Chalamet does. I really, I really, because who is the main actor in it if he's just supporting? So I got to look that up. That was uh, Lucas he- uh, Lucas Hedges. That's Lucas Hodges. Hedges. Hodges. Hedges. Don't, don't confuse me. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I Hedges. See the- I want to see this because I I did like. No, Timothy- no, no. I lie to you. I lie to you. That was Boy Erased. God damn it. We're doing terribly at this, Steve. Should so we just it was stop? Beautiful Boy Erased. <laughs> it was a- <laughs> the boy was erased and it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> all right Listen, so you're it's a free picking, show guys you're picking adam Dry- you're picking uh from adam what Dry- i know <sighs> wowzers man um, over richard i've never seen richard grant do bad ever oh god he's so good in this movie man <laughs> so good. i think it depends on what you saw most recently no because you saw uh, this one i saw them both recently. fairly recent well no oh. truthfully truth be told i just watched black Klansman the other day with sarah ah. and um 
Yeah. But still, there's still that, like, I don't know. Um, How did Sarah like Black Hand Classman? She loved it. She's did actually she really? watched it twice. I took her to the theater to see it, and she watched it with me the other day. She wanted dude, to she, watch it. Dude, she's a very... Uh, Kid is deep. She's a high-end watcher. She really is. Like, this is... that's. I mean, I don't know if you know how how interesting that is, that she likes very introspective movies, very high-level movies. That's a big deal. She ain't messing with Sabrina, the uh, teenage witch. You know what I'm I saying? I really like that movie. I really I'm just that. saying. Maybe I she like is, but... I a lot. Usually she's like, nah... That's I'm a good. good show. Just like Supernatural, no one watch. Well, a lot of people watch it. It's a fantastic show, but people look down on it. I'm a little disappointed in our because we don't have a lot. Maybe should we should we come back to it? Let's just do a couple but more. There's no one. There's no one that's watched. I'm, I very seriously doubt most podcasters have watched every one of these movies because mm. a lot of them aren't available in every area. Like no, Bill Street I, is just, except for the ones that get those screeners. They got Bill Street a while ago, but. If you don't have screeners, a lot of them aren't available in your area. Like I can see. Fres- I go ahead. No, Fresno doesn't have Bill Street. Not yet, but nope. I think we get it this weekend. Actually, do we? I thought it was select theaters. I think it's this weekend. Don't don't quote me on that. But you know what? Like someone like Brian, I think could definitely. He lives like near Chicago, though. Oh, he'll so he he sees everything. But he saw uh, Roma in the theater. Yeah, we could see Roma in the theater. Where? I mean, I'm not going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure it's playing. But, you know, uh, Roma, by the way, it's playing in the theater. It's also playing on Netflix. And that's all I'm going to say at the moment. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. okay. So, yeah, we'll do one more just to, because now I want to know Best Actress. Best Okay. Actress. Yeah. Well, we got to, yeah, we got to keep it yeah. even. And unfortunately, we're going to fall into the same category <laughs> with this one here. So, this is be- <laughs> this is Best Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture, Steve. Okay. We got Amy Adams in Vice. Okay. <laughs> like this one here, just go, okay. That's really all you're going to be okay. able to do. Uh, Claire Foy in First Man. I'm going to take her out immediately, only because nothing against her. Um, I hear that movie was garbage. And then uh, let's see here. Regina King, if Bill Street could talk. I've seen the trailers, man. She's I'm doing something. She's doing something. You're biased, though. You love her. You already know. Yeah. We got Emma Stone in The Favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen to you. And then we got Rachel Wise in The Favorite. Um, oh, that's true. There are two supporting actors. Yes. I'm going off of trailers alone. I have no bias. I'm going to give it to Regina King. Just from the trailers. That's it. I have total bias, and I'm giving it to Regina King. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, not really. Not really fair enough at all, but but I understand where you're coming from, sir. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else that we can talk about? Like, really, honestly, I think we should probably come back to this, but it's yeah. hey, we've, we've killed some time. Let me tell you why. that This is, this is the only reason that I kind of wanted to talk, or you, but I agree that we, we really should talk about this, is because... The Golden Globes kind of gives you a smoke signal for the Oscars. Right. It gives you what the insiders are thinking. Mm-hmm. So whoever normally wins is probably going to, because remember, DiCaprio won that year, and they were thinking, is he finally going to win Best Actor? And he did. He won the Golden Globes, and then he went right on to win the uh, Best Actor. So, Hey, dude. Yeah. I've got something where we can really like bring it in and like wrap it up nicely. What's that? And you and I can both talk about... Of uh, one, two, three. We can talk about four or five of these. Actually, we can talk Go about all five. It. Go for it. All right. So the last one that we're going to do is best television series, musical or comedy. All right. This is going to be a toughie. I think we'll see. So up first, yeah. Barry in, on HBO. Solid, solid show. Solid show. All right. All right. But following up with that is The Good Place, NBC. I feel like that one was like the... Uh, 
Jeez. Yeah. Why would you it's, do that It's a great show. It gets worse, man. And Next you do up, know who's in it, too. I Ooh. do know who's in it. Yes, I know. You love her. Girl. Oh. Look at that. And then Jamila, though. Come on. Oh, I do love Jamila, but I have I have a thing. I have a, I I have know. a thing for you love. Kristen. I mean, dude, I've loved Kristen ever since. Do you get all horny when you see uh, when you hear? Uh, do you want to build a snowman? I knew you were gonna say that. I was just I was like, does, oh, does no, your I snowman don't. get built when she sings that song? <laughs> but that show. Uh, did you ever watch her on that show with Don Cheadle? No, on I Showtime. Didn't. Oh, it was really good. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, that's oh, already those two are impossible. All right, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, stick what, what's stick around, sir, because oh no. Up next, coming from Showtime, Steve. Kidding. Okay, kidding's not in the conversation. I okay. loved it. Okay. But now we're not, we're not, okay, for me, they're not, it's not in the conversation. I loved the show, but it's not in the conversation. Now, this one, I wonder if it's going to be in the conversation or if it's just going to bite you in the heart because this one is on Netflix. It's the only Netflix submission. What do you think I'm going to say? Only Netflix submission. Best television series, is, Netflix. Take a guess. Is it a, it's in a, okay, so, so it has to be a Netflix original. Mm hmm. Um, it's not going to be Sabrina. Nah. It's not going to be that. Okay, what is Will it? Will he get it, ladies and gentlemen? Let's give him some time. Steve Hudson. Uh-huh. Best television series, musical or comedy. Up first, we've got Barry on HBO, followed closely by The Good Place on NBC. We wrapped that one up. Uh, we, we actually followed it with Kidding on Showtime, which you said no sir to, and that's where we're at now. Steve Hudson. What is the next one for best television series, musical or comedy, on Netflix? Steve Hudson. Sorry. Dang it, I give up. That was what terrible. Sorry. I'll just bring it back down again. That was horrible. What is it? All right, buddy. It's the Kaminsky Method. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So that's what huh. I'm saying. Is this where, does it have a chance or does it just bite you in the heart? Like, uh, oh, you give it. It was a wonderful show. Uh-huh. It, um, yeah, it has a shot. I think it has a shot. Yes. But I already know who I think is going to win or what I think is going to win. And then, and then, no, lastly, Steve, and I already know where you fall with this one The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon. Jesus, dude. (laughs) Oh, no. You know what they're going to do. Oh, what are they going to do? They're going to give it to that. They might, dude. Daggone it. I've seen some of it. I have not watched all of it. I can tell you that from what I've seen, this show's not for me. It is not for me. And I'm being nice about it. I'm not like trying to like, it's not like I could be yes, mean about it's, it. It's just not my type of show. It's not for me. No. And I would, okay, here's who I think should win. Oh, here's the problem though. Um, Good Place has like 20 episodes a season mm-hmm. and um, Barry only had like mm-hmm. seven episodes. We're in the same ballpark. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to give it to Barry. Just phenomenal acting. Phenomenal the writing concept. on the good place is so smart, dude. And I would dare to say it has a much bigger audience. Because it's on network television. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this one's a good one. Who am I going to put my stick in? I think it comes down to Barry in the good place. Steve Hudson, what are you going to say? I'm... I, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, Barry was good, Dan. Ooh, I have one good. I have one more good one we can do, by the way. De- Barry was good. 
Mm-hmm. It's better. It's only just been. It's been a while since I watched it. Now it's all coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Barry was really good, Jay. Mm-hmm. It really was. But the good place is a force to be reckoned with. The first season of the good place was so incredible. Five out of five. Uh, I mean, incredible. Five okay, out of five flying this, shrimps. This year, I'm giving it to Barry. At a boy, I'm happy for because you because I've never seen. I, it, I don't like him. And he made me like him. I don't like him normally. I don't. I think he's kind of, he thinks he's. Uh, I love Bill Hader. He, I don't like Bill Hader. And watching this movie, I'm like, or this show, it not only put aside that I didn't like him, but I'm just like, what a smart freaking show. Because it could have been corny. The premise could have been super duper duper corny. It was good. Okay. Yep. I'm giving it to Barry. I'm going to hit you with a dad joke and tell you that I think you're a uh, Bill Hader hater. It's a dad joke. I told you. I warned you up front. You did warn me. All right. So one more. I think that we can do, and, and I think this All will right. uh, this will spark some conversation. Listen to okay. those hands, buddy. Use some lotion. I was Come on, rubbing pal. my hands together being like, yay. I know, but exfoliate, yay. sir. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so this one here is best performance by an actor in a television series. Damn it. Now we have to do an actress if we, if we, go, if we go this route. Do I want to do this? Do it. Mm. Oh, why the hell not? All right. So best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Up first, Sasha Baron Cohen, who is America? Yeah. It was fine. I think that's it how it's going to be. It, it, yeah, was, it, was, it was fine. fine. I, it was fine. It's it's Sasha Baron Cohen doing his ballsy Sasha Baron Cohen thing. I'm not taking away, I'm not taking away from it. But out of all these other ones here, I don't think he has a shot. No. In fact, I'm sort of surprised he even gets an honorable mention, a nomination rather. Uh, okay, we got Jim Carrey and Kidding. He has a shot. Mr. Pickles. Uh, Michael Doug. Oh, Michael Douglas and the Kaminsky Method. G. I don't think he has. A shot. I don't either. But God damn it, I think he should. He was just Michael Douglas. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Donald Glover in Atlanta. <laughs> Are they going to make me do this even though I can't stand him? Versus, last one, Bill Hader and Barry. Oh. Donald Glover takes it. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. It's over. I'm going to give it to... Here's, here's again, here's my other unpopular opinion this week. Um, as much as Donald Glover does for Atlanta... I think the other cast might be a little bit stronger. <gasps> you might be right, G. You know what I mean? I was just going to give. Oh, like, no, you're right. You know, I was going to give one particular person. Then I went, hold on a second. I think oh, like the whole other man. cast is really strong. Paperboy is the star of that show. Brian Tyree Henry, bro. Oh, my. And he was just killed it in Spider-Man. Oh, is he the guy? He's a shining star. No matter who you are. Oh, I was waiting for you to finish up. Sorry. What about Homeboy? Um, uh, what's his name? I forgot. Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. This is Lakeith Stanfield. It is right. Yeah. I don't know why so, it sounded weird when I said it. Yeah. I let mean, alone Zazzy Beats. Zazzy. Yeah, you're right. No, no, no. We're taking it away. Never mind. It's but, not. But, Donald. but, but, they would have none of this if it wasn't for Donald. But they're not. But Donald's. They're putting it actor. His yeah. acting, he writes for other people better than himself on that God, show. But he's still really good, though, in this, man. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't take that away from him. 
Okay, but can you name me one awesome line? I I can remember a line. Oh, but you know what? You're right. No, you're right. But I still have to. Ugh. Is Hater? Oh, Brian Tyree Henry man. is is killing it now. You got widows. I mean, come on, dude. He he's was he's really yeah. He was damn scary. <laughs> he had one scary scene that I was like, oh, he's that guy too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, okay. So who who are we going with here? Whoo! I, I do. You need time because I'll just give you mine. Yeah, give you give me yours. Bill Hader's gonna take it. Barry. I feel firmly, like I, I feel like my feet are firmly planted on this one. And maybe I'm I don't wrong. know. I, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, remember the Donald Glover fight scene? Like, I want to fight you right now. He might win this. He might win it. I got to go Donald Glover. Skip it. You know, you might be right, though. <laughs> because. He did have some. He did, he did have some. Remember when they were sitting on the couch and he was just like, hey, we got to do so. We got to talk. He's like, yeah, your boy, right? He's like, no, you. Oh, he might win it, Dan. And then there's also Teddy. Oh, Dan. Yeah, you know what? Can I change now? Dan. Just for the sake of competition, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Bill Hader. But oh, I'm Teddy. slowly starting to come over to the Donald Glover camp. How did I forget about that? How did you forget about that? Because I forgot it's him. When I think Teddy, I don't think it's... Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what, dude? Uh, it's over. It's, Off that, it's after that over. episode alone. Because remember, we were texting each other. I said, Dan, watch that episode. You text me that night being like, what did I just watch? I'm going to say this. I think that Bill Hader will win. I mm-hmm. want Donald Glover to win. For that alone. Yeah. Because how corny could that episode have been? Oh, it could have been a disaster, but it was horrifying. <laughs> it was horrifying. I think had, I'm going to watch I, it again when we get done with this. It was horrifying, and they had a Stevie Wonder soundtrack. Oh, evil. Jeez, how horrifying was that? Literally, evil. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, it's over. It's over. They, 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 I think he's going to win it. But again, I will say this. If Hater wins it, I'm not mad. Okay. I'm not mad if Hater wins it because he didn't do the, um, he didn't do his stupid stuff. He just played it straight. And it, and I believed him as a hitman. So yeah, either way it goes. I'm going Donald Glover, but if Hater wins, I'm not mad, which makes this a good it makes it a good category however if someone else takes this yeah then it's robbery like if sasha baron cohen walks out with that oh gee it's fucking robbery no offense to the sasha baron cohen fans but he does not in in this camp he doesn't deserve it no he just had he just had amazing big balls that was allowing him to do these kind of things but he doesn't deserve it and if michael douglas wins it's a it's probably a legacy win i get it it's a legacy yeah but it would be a legacy win yeah, it would be a legacy because all he did was play Michael Douglas in this show. He didn't do anything. Cr- then again, I got I think he's a Tom Hanks where he just gets paid to play himself, though. <laughs> I so. give I give Tom a little more credit. When does he play something other than? Oh, Forrest Gump. Let me shut up. He did play, but other than that, when has Tom Hanks not played Tom Hanks? G. Uh, Castaway. He was Tom Hanks. Nah, he was. He was kinda, kinda. He was. He was Tom Hanks on a desert island. I'm wondering how he's going to do with the Mr. Rogers movie. I can't I, see it. You know, I saw, like, I can't see Tom him Hanks in that role. That thing. Oh, he's a lovable guy, man. I love Tom Hanks. The thing is, when I saw Quincy and Tom Hanks is like buddying up with Quincy, I was just like, gee, that dude, everyone loves this man. Everyone loves Tom Hanks, G. <laughs> like, I mean, 
Who my, doesn't like him? I, I'm I'm definitely one of the lovers, man. It's so strange, you know. Like he, anyone who's anything like important people, he's right by their side. So yeah. Anyway, um, I really I wish say, we would have watched more of these because this is a very interesting conversation. Like I, for me anyway. Like I, I, I want to like argue too. these a little bit, but there's just so many that I haven't seen. I'm actually a little ashamed of myself. We need to work harder what? next year, dude. We need to work smarter next year. I like that. I like that. Because I think we need to get on that. Uh, I've been looking into it, but it looks like you have to put like some reviews out before you can get screeners. You have to be like an official critic. I got some screeners, bro. I've got a few. Legit. Not like movie screeners, but I mean, you know. Well, they see, there it is. That that's changes the game, Dan. It changes the game. Well, then again, you, you are friends with a TV star, so you probably should go ahead and talk to that person. I like to bring it up. You know, I don't like to- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, listen. We got we to gotta round this out. Now, right, I don't good. really know how much I have to say, but let's keep it even, Stephen. Best performance. Yes. Do you see what I did there? Best I performance by an actress. <laughs> so bad. So fucking stupid. Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy, Steve Hudson, Kristen Bell for The Good Place. Next. All right. She got it. Candace Bergen for Murphy Brown. I mean, I forgot that came back. Yeah, <laughs> Allison Brie for Glow. She won't get it. She did a really she good did. job. In Glow. I'm not saying she didn't. She won't get it. Uh, good scenes too. You know what I mean? Not saying. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Brosnahan. Is it Brosnahan for a wonderful show that you like to call uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? There's a there's a strong chance she's gonna. Gee, it's over. I man. hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And then there's Deborah Messing for Will and Grace, another show that was brought back from the dead. It, okay, I think Kristen Bell should win. Who they're going to give it to is Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan. I'm going to say Kristen Bell. I think she's going to get it. I mean, you I want know her why? to get it. Why? Because I think that the, even though The Good Place has like been there for a while, we're on season. It's coming up on season four, correct? Mm-hmm. It's on so many more people's radar now. It's constantly growing. Yes, I think and Chris, it's smart. It's and, very smart, and she's wonderful. So fantastic! I'm going to give it to Kristen Bell. Uh, yeah, sorry, Allison Brie, you're not. I love her, but even on on a Community, she was fantastic. But I think it's going like to be Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. I did like her on Community. Now, mind you, I wasn't a Community fan like most people were. People really, 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 really loved that. I thought it was a decent show. I loved it, but I fell off towards the end. I did. Once, like, speaking um, of Donald Glover, I fell off once he bounced. What was it? Troy and Abed in the morning. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was fantastic, man. It was, it was really good. <laughs> like, I just funny. sat and binged it and binged it and binged it. I went, uh-oh, what's happening? And then it just sort of changed. And I didn't really care for it anymore. That's what happened with me. Like, I have a feeling, for me, that's my Superstore. That's what's happening with me on Superstore. Oh, like, you're starting I'm to fade out? I'm waiting for it to fall off, but dude, it hasn't. <laughs> it's just a great show. I've watched a good amount of it, but I need to watch more. Because I it's... keep hearing wonderful things about it, and it's been around forever. It's so good. But yes, I'm going, I'm going Kristen Bell. Uh, do I want to do anything else before we move along here? Hmm. Are you going to watch Mary Poppins? Yeah. My family wants to go see that one. You know me. I like the movies. Uh, Mary Poppins was a very popular movie in our house. And you know who's like raving about it? Like who wants to go the most? Ben, of all people. My son, Ben, wants to go the most. Does he know that there's a song about a rat named after him? Yes, I'm sure of it. Okay. I'm sure I don't think he does. I think he does. I don't, you know, I'm going to put, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put a stake saying 
If he knows there's a song about him, he does not know it was for a movie or that Michael Jackson sung it. I was about to call him in right now, but I think he left for work. And if he, he should have left for work. I don't believe it. Okay, I'll text him. I'll text him. No, but then he could, he could look at it though. He could then Google it. I know the answer to this already. What's the answer, Dan? It's going to be that he knows it. Do you want to know why? It's the same reason that Sarah knows there's a song called Sarah Smiles or Sarah from Jefferson Starship. It's because I used to sing these songs to him. Dan, when did you sing Ben to him? On a Wednesday back in, I don't know, but I did. You think you did? Dude, he's my kid. Stop it. Okay, but he was like two. How would he remember that, G? He's a smart guy. He does not know that there's a There's not a... If he knows there's a song about his name, he does not know who sung it or if it was for a movie. All right, hold on. Or what the songs are really about. Ask him, what is the song with your name about? He's going to be like, I don't know, a guy named Ben. Watch. Okay, I'm doing it right now. I'm saying without Googling, what song comes to mind when you... Sorry, guys. All right, here we go. So it says, without Googling, what song comes to mind when you hear Ben? Yes, it took me that fucking long to write it. I'm old. Jeez, Let's see what geez, happens. Really, Jay? I've got to... Uh, I have. I need a new prescription for my glasses. No, I'm just kidding. I do, but that's not really why. <laughs> that's not the reason Gee, why. here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not... <laughs> this is... Un- I don't think he knows, Dan. I don't appreciate you not giving my son credit, Steve. He knows the important music. He knows Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's the only thing he needs to know in life. That's it. He don't need to listen to anything else. Brother of Fire. But this is one thing that he probably doesn't know. He just put right now, Rat MJ. That's what he texted me. He, your son's a G. All right. Hold on. He's texting something else. He says, why? <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm going to have to do this. <laughs> We're <not> to... <laughs> Hold on. I'll just, I'll just voice text it real quick. Because Steve gives you no credit at all. <laughs> there it is. You're a jerk, Steve. <laughs> I cannot believe he knew that. Yes. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> out of everyone in the house, like we have pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very similar tastes in music to some degree. Yeah. Ben's out there. And I don't mean out there in a bad way. He just listens to completely different things. Not that that song falls into that category, but he he likes, he listens to a lot more than you think he would. See, here's the thing. I think he said, ben- he said, oh, no. What did he say? He's kidding, of course. He says, Steve is a fool. <laughs> <laughs> a lamb to my power. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll say. If he ever says, hey, Steve, I need you to listen to this song, I'm going to. Because he, it sound, his musical vocabulary is very large. And he'd be like, you would like this song. This is a good song. He likes a lot of stuff that's not necessarily popular, but yes. isn't. it's not bad. It's just like, oh, shit. I didn't know you listened to that. Yeah, that, that's a, like my son is hipping me to a lot of stuff that I told you before that he's just like, dad, I think you'll like this song. I'm like, no, I won't. It's a bunch of kids. I listen to it. I'm like, oh, my God, are they playing those instruments? He's like, yeah, they're all playing instruments. I'm like, I just wasn't listening to them. They're not super popular, but they're <laughs> right up my alley. He says, he says Steve is a fool. That's so funny. <laughs> That is so funny. All right, man. So that's all right, that's that's next? all we're gonna. Well, we could. I, do you want to go on or should we just? Because we still have a lot to talk about. We need yeah, to get into this whole on. what we're watching business here. Uh, we got a lot. We got go, a lot. Let's go into what. Let's go into what we're watching. Okay. All right. So um, at the request of some friends of ours, um, 
we were there's something that came out this week, and uh, yes. I'm very curious what your thoughts are on it. I don't have mm-hmm. a lot to say about it, but I have enough to say about it. So we got our uh, first glimpse of the new Hellboy movie mm-hmm. uh, via the trailer. Steve, what were your thoughts? Okay, our boy Michael asked us to watch this, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, let me tell you my Hellboy story. So I, uh, Dan says, hey, man, check out the Hellboy, um, the Hellboy trailer. I said, sure. So I get on Twitter. And I'm like, where would I look? I could search or I could just go to, I put a go to search and it go, pulls you up to a page that says, would you like to go for you? I'm like, yeah. Since I search these sort of things for you is probably where it's going to be. So I go for you. The first thing they have is Michelle Obama in knee high boots. And I'm just like, oh, this is not what I was looking for. But guess what, G? Now that it's in my face, guess who has to look at Michelle Obama in knee high boots? So I click on the video. <laughs> I watch... <laughs> I watched Michelle. Be respectful, Steve. Be respectful. Because as you notice, it took me longer to get back to you. I did notice. I'm like, this is not that long of a trailer. (laughs) And so I watched the full video of her walking on stage with like thigh high boots on. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, she's fine. And then I'm just looking at him like, ah, she got a dude though, I hear. Yeah, I I don't know who he is. And I was like, man, she's bad. So I keep, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be doing something else. I was like, oh, sniff. Hellboy. And so I get Language, Steve, with a sniff. (laughs) Language. The children listening. So I check out Hellboy. Dude, let me tell you something. I was kind of excited before seeing this trailer. Now I'm jumping off the roof, dog. Really? I'm jumping off the freak. When he said, here's why I know that they have, they're going to keep the spirit of Hellboy. When they're like, does that thing do anything? Does that hand do anything? He's like, yeah, it, it crushes stuff really good. I said, they know it. They want to at least let you know, oh, no, we're still doing the thing we did. Don't trip. We got this. We're not going to make him any different. But like, yeah, it crushes things real good. I'm like, that a boy. Uh, and then when he walks out the Jeep and he's like, shoots me, he's like, hey, hey, I'm one of you. Dude, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I am freaking in, G. There is no... Qu- and then... One thing that Hellboy does so well is when you see his villains, how big they are. You're like, yeah, only he could beat that thing. Look how monstrous. We're going to get to another huge, massive monster in a movie we watched. But he's fighting monsters almost that big. And he's doing it with this fist and the power that he has. And he's like, yeah, I'm you guys' secret weapon. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Okay. I'm surprised. He's our secret weapon, G, from hell. I will tell you that I'm surprised on your reaction. Um, I'm excited, dude. So it's very hard to, like, you know, base something off of a trailer, especially yes. this particular one, which is like a, a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so if you've been under a rock, in 2019, we are going to see a Hellboy reboot. Uh, it's written by Andrew Cosby, um, Mike Magnolia. <laughs> who created Hellboy. And then, of course, it stars Mila jo- Jovovich, uh, Ian McShane, and David Harbour as Hellboy. Uh, I watched the trailer, and it's not necessarily the content that's getting me. It's it's the, uh, the way it was presented. So if you heard it, which obviously you did, you know that in the background you've got Billy Idol doing Moni Moni, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that changed the vibe of what I was really look- like looking forward to seeing. I think that Hellboy does have its comedic... Um, oh, by the way, Thomas Hayden Church is going to be in as Lobster Johnson. Anybody else here? Let's see. We got Sasha Lane as Ellis uh, Monaghan. Monaghan, rather. Sorry. And anyway, going back to what I was saying, um, 
as someone who loves the original Hellboy movies, I love Ron Perlman's take on it. I'm not at all, at all against David Harbour portraying him. Uh, the look is fairly close, although I will yeah. say I do like the Ron Perlman better because his facial structure just... Um, it, it lends it, itself. Yes, it, it lends, lends itself, itself to it. It complements the, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the makeup. Even with Beast, they, he, when he was doing Beauty and the Beast, they could tell Ron Perlman's <laughs> jaw yeah. just lent itself to a lion. They'd be like, oh, we could make... Technically, you can make a creature out of Ron Perlman. Yeah. Anything re- you want to do. I remember when I saw, like, when I was a kid, I remember watching that. And I was thinking, oh, he's pretty crazy looking. And then I saw what he looked like. <laughs> that was my first take of, like, what Ron Perlman looked like with the makeup off. And I was like, oh, damn. It's, it's close. Not that much of a difference. <laughs> Gee, you, and you already know your boy didn't touch that show. No. I, my, my mom you, watched it. So it was oh, just no, one of those I things. Oh, no, I can't. Because the, the, the lion head on a human, I was like, oh, oh no, I didn't no, even no. think of that. I didn't even put that uh-uh, into the. Oh, no, yeah. no, Not no, your no. deal. That's funny. Mm-mm. That's really funny. I don't watch it now. I don't like looking at it now. You've got issues. But it's oh, okay. Oh, I think there's a werewolf in this show, too. Did you see in the, yep. um, in mm-hmm. the, in the trailer there yes. was a wolf thing? Yep. I didn't like that. Um, I will say that I'm very, uh, I'm skeptical of what's going to come. I'm not entirely sure that they're going to okay. sell it so, because it just, I don't know. It doesn't have the same feel for me. But again, you can't really base like an entire movie off of like a two minute trailer. You know what I mean? Uh, it's got I'm great sure. actors in it. It's got Brian Gleason. It's got Daniel Day Kim in it. I mean, every again, Thomas Hayden Dude. Church. It should work. Dude. But I'm going to have to completely go in unbiased for me to really, like, truly appreciate this. And really, it's mm-hmm. all just going to depend on, on you know, can David Harbour sell it? The thing is, dude, when he says, I don't know, the, I forgot the quote, but it was just like, some dads teach, or some dads. Some, some, uh, what do you say? Some parents give their fish. kids Legos. Oh, and that dude had the gun in the suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> Let's go, baby. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to write this one off yet. I'm just not entirely sure they're going to be able to bring it. But I look forward to watching it, and I certainly will. And I'll watch it pretty quickly, too. If not, like, the first oh. first night, I'll definitely watch it the first weekend. I'm looking forward oh. to it. I'm just a little bit worried. That's Hopefully my there's a sneak preview. Maybe. Maybe. And we'll we'll try to catch that. But that's my uh, that's my initial thought on it. Okay. Mike Fair. C. Michael Canton. My good buddy. I'm I hope you're doing jazzed. well. Hello to your f- beautiful fiance, Olivia. There we go. I oh, wait a minute. Yeah, my, my friend Mike. Congratulations, yeah. man. For those of you who don't know who we're talking about, I imagine that's a lot of you. Mike was the guy that did the Last Jedi podcast with me. He needs to come back at some point. Oh, for Sheezy. Yeah. He's, a, you know, he's official. But yes, I love the guy very much, and I wish that him and his fiance well. But Mike, that's it. That's that's really all we got right now. I just okay. wanted to address cool. it because you asked. I'm and pumped. when you ask, you, you I'm glad you asked because I wouldn't have watched it, and now I'm jazzed. Yeah, okay, good. See what you did. See, you got Steve happy. Was that a yeah? Oh, that was a yay. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right, Steve. So um, there's some things I watched. There's things you watched. There's we watched pretty much most of these, uh, not necessarily together, but we did watch them this week. So it's gonna yes. it's gonna be a long show, longer than normal. And, and we needed and to make up for it. I watched eight. No, 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 seven movies on on a uh, Shutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. I, We're yeah, not, and I'm not gonna, gonna go show. every one. Of, I'm not gonna even talk about any of them. I'm just. You're, you did it right saying Shudder should be your conversation. Yeah. And let me just say really quickly here, because I know you're going to, this is all going to be you. Um, normally, when I suggest something to Steve, as most of you know, if you listen all the time, it, it, it takes a hell of a long time 
uh, getting back to the whole Star is Born thing, you know, things like that. It takes a long time for my man to get on board with this. And normally, not all the time, but most of the time he thanks me for it. He says, you know what? Good point. You should have done that. It took me about 1.75 seconds for him to get on board with this one here. And so, yeah, I, I recently purchased Shudder for a year and I love it. I think it's a fantastic thing. But Steve, this is definitely more up his alley. He, he's out of the horror He's definitely the bigger fan. So, Steve, please, without further ado, give the good people your opinion on Shudder. So, um, I got... Uh, Dan had been telling me to check out Shudder. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I will. I don't know. I already got Netflix, Prime Video. I got the hookup on Hulu. They seem to have decent, decent to trash uh, horror movies. And ever so often, you know, they'll get a good one. Uh, but then I got hit up. I got a private message from my boy Michael on Twitter. And he's like, hey, man, I got a code for you if you want to use a code for a month. I said, you know what? All these things are coming together for a reason. So let me go ahead and do it. So I put it in the code and I get a month free. I said, let's start this thing off. And when it opened and it does, Shutter does this thing is the loading suspense. Are you, sus- are you uh, in suspense while it's loading? I was like, I like your, I like the cut of your jib, Shutter. And it opens <laughs> and I start searching. And here's the thing. Normally when I get a, a, you know, on Netflix or whatever, you go through about 18, 18, 36, 64. You just keep on sliding. Then all of a sudden you'll, hit, you'll see one and be like, oh, I'll put that in the favorites. Like every 2050 maybe. This one, every single thing I favorited. Favorited, <laughs> favorite, favorite. I said, oh my God, why don't I just go start from the beginning and just start watching these things? And they have like, they have really cool collections. Their collection like Curator's Choice, Best of 2018, Most Rewatched, Most Reviewed. I'm like, oh, this is genius. And so I put on the first movie. I think the first movie I watched was, um, oh, it was it was called Down, Down Something. Oh, I, for, I forgot the name of the freaking movie, dude. Way to sell it. I'm, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get it, dude, because I have it right here. Because uh, I have all the movies I watch. Oh, dang. I have to scroll. Um, You've been busy. D- no, you you ain't ready. You ain't ready. I, I did. Uh, it's called. Oh, dude. I didn't... Downrange. Okay. So downrange. I was like, okay, this should be a good starter. Because I always, you know, when you see the such and such um, um, festival pick. I'm like, yeah, let's do a festival pick. Starts off kind of corn. You know, it's it's indie. And immediately, things get gory. I said, Shudder, you are kind of doing your thing right now. <laughs> so I watched that movie, loved it. Then I go to a movie called um, uh, Mandy. Everyone's been talking about Mandy. Okay? We talked about Mandy. I talked about Mandy. We, you talked about Mandy. And so I watched it. And, um, uh, you know, it was fine. But I was like, oh, no. It was still good. It, I mean, it was still good. I was like, okay, there's no way that you're going to just keep on killing it immediately. I'm four hours in, mind you. Can I, can I stop you for one second? Because now I'm yeah. curious. Uh, can you give me a 30 to 45 second review of Mandy? Okay, Mandy. Uh, Mandy starts off, uh, what, what I saw, Mandy starts off very slow, which I was warned about. And you know what? I shouldn't have been warned. It should have just been like natural because I, I would have liked to be surprised by the uh, second half. First half, very slow. And I was like, okay, interesting. Setting up this whole thing. I didn't know what was up with the wife. I know something was up with her. Um, second half, interesting movie. It was Nicolas Cage doing Nicolas Cage. The ending didn't land on its feet. It didn't stick the landing. 
But the whole time I was not bored. And that is by itself better than 99.9% .9 of Netflix and Prime Video movies. I was not bored during this movie. And I said, oh, and normally I could just get on Twitter. This is how I knew. At a certain point, I closed my laptop. I said, oh, I'm into this movie. Even though it's just, you know, whatever it is, it's fine. I would, I would recommend people watching Mandy and give it a shot through the first half. That's what I would say. Give it a shot through the first half. It's definitely not for everybody. No, but I think it's for every horror fan. I think it's for every horror fan because you get to see Nicolas Cage doing a horror movie. He's in a slasher movie. Steve, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mandy versus mom and dad. Go. Mom and dad. Absolutely. 100%. No question. I love you, man. I love you. Um, it's not even a question. Uh, and so then I go to a, a movie that was um, suggested to me by Dan. Mind you, I'm like I said, I'm six hours in now. It's over. I'm already caught up. And I said, this by itself is now worth the purchase by these movies. I go to You Might Be the Killer. Let me tell you something, y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you something, y'all. What they did is, it's a movie about a person that goes to camp, a camp leader, and a slasher thing happens where obviously a killer is now amongst the people. I'm not going to tell you how it, how it, you know, what happens, but they do the scream thing where they call a friend and the friend says, oh, I've seen this movie before. Here's what you need to do to get away from the killer. And they tell him all the moves that are going to happen in any other movie. But then it says, oh, we're about to spring it on you real quick. <laughs> And I, and the thing is, I didn't expect it. And I'm glad Dan didn't tell me what happened. When it switches, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and if you want to see a landing stick, all horror movies, you want to see a landing stick. This is how you stick a landing. Wasn't it good, dude? I mean, come on. Oh, what? And which leads me to think, are they going to do in the next film what I think they're going to do? Yeah, I think they are. That's the thing. Are they going to do what I think they're going to do? Because if they do it with the same, this is how this movie happens, I am leaving the earth. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not good enough to be watching this movie. Will there be some running around the parking lot, Steve? Oh, gee. If When they slap that in front of that word, I said, you know me in these movies, Dan. You know me and those movies they were alluding to. And I said, oh, they're not going to do what I think they're going to do. Because this can go on forever. If it keeps on doing this, it can now turn into every horror genre where we love. It could literally become a franchise. It, there's no question. The, okay, and after this movie was done, I looked at Shudder. And I just wanted to rub its cheek. <laughs> and say, oh, you precious thing. Thank you, Shudder. You have no idea. And it went from there. I watched Dead Shack, The Citadel. He took his skin off for me. We go on. Which window? Yeah, this is happening in a day. One after the other as my son is on his PS4. It's just going, going. People, if you are a horror fan, if you are a horror fan, you need to have Shudder. Skip if you're like, oh, you know what? But I have to pick between Prime Video and Net or Prime Video and Shudder. If you're a horror fan, skip Prime Video. There's no skip question. Netflix. It's not a question. Every single one of the movies I've watched, the worst one is still good for horror fans. This is an uh, this is an app for horror fans. This is an app for horror fans. It's not just a good app. It's not just a good platform. It's a great app and a great platform. 
I have not ran into anything this groundbreaking for me in a long time. In a very long time. I knew you dig it the most, man. I knew it. It it is insane how good this is. It's it's almost like it Here's the problem. If not enough people get on, it's not going to be able to survive. And here's my worry. Netflix looks at Shutter and says, oh, I know what we can do. Let's just buy it. Because Netflix can do it. And don't get me on Amazon. You don't think Amazon could just purchase Shutter? Well, you know what? Um, I really wish I had more information on this. And I was actually really trying to find this out. There's some way that you can... I think there's like a subscription if you're an existing Prime member. Yes, yes. But I don't think it's I don't think it's everything though, if I'm not mistaken. I heard it is everything, but you have to go on the site to get it. Like people were saying we can't get it through the app or through Prime Video, but since you are like it's it's a thing called you can add it to your Prime TV channel. And so you're still paying for Shutter. But now you added it to your Prime TV channel. And that's one of your channels where you could go to Shutter Butter, but you have to go to the Shutter app to add favorites. It's the, I heard that the through Prime through the Prime channel, the search is a beast. Like it sucks. Well, it has whereas a very go, shitty search engine to begin yes, with. Yes. Whereas if you go straight to Shutter, that search engine is better. So people are just like online, we're like, hey, just get it through Shutter itself. Don't even go through Amazon. Just get it through Shutter. You're paying them directly because Amazon gives the money to them anyway. So it's like, well, just just go through Shutter then, and then just use their search engine to 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 do it. And man, what a search engine they have! They actually have a making of a two part, two hour per documentary of the making of Hellraiser. I saw that. I have to watch that. Four hours, G. Come on, though. what are we talking about? <laughs> if you don't, if you're a horror fan, get Shutter. I promise you will not regret it. And it's forty six dollars a year. Like, I literally am, I, I should just text message them and be like, oh, do you want to take my money now for the next five years? Can we just get this over with? Yeah, the pricing's unheard of right now. And I, and don't plan on it being that way by the end of next no. year. I think that Shudder is going to explode over 2019. We'll see. But uh, I, that's just my prediction. I think what, what it is is Because it's been around uh, for a while. I'm sorry, Steve. I was just going to say it's been around no, no, no. for a while, but it's picking up so much momentum these days. Yes. That yes. I think it, that it's kind of yes. the logical thing for them to do is to raise their fees a little bit. I hope they don't. I say get in now because even like something like DC Universe, where you don't have this much content, DC Universe is great and it's going to be greater later on. But I think even on the uh, like when I got it on the you know the little ground floor deal, I think I ended up mm-hmm. spending like seventy something dollars for the year. So it's not bad. At, what was it? Would you say it's forty six dollars a year? Forty six dollars. Yeah, you can't beat it, man. Go for it right now. And and the thing is, at, here here's what you should hope for: that prices do go up next year. Because if the prices go up, that means that they're going to get a lot more content. Yeah, their content's going to improve. Yes. And the good thing is you're going to see a lot of like, okay, look, this situation where you see these directors you've never heard of, when they're, these directors I've never heard of, they're pumping out stupid content. Like these are, witch in the window, man. Woo. I still have to watch that. I have that one. I have not watched it. (laughs) a movie right there like it is a fantastic father-son ghost story like they don't do the thing that you think it's gonna do no they totally bend it on its head where it's just like oh what it is is these young people have seen enough or these new directors have seen enough horror movies where they say okay every horror movie i see does this thing what if we just don't do that thing and we actually do the thing that most people would do in real life if they saw a ghost 
what would you really do? And I'm like, yeah, that's what I would do. That makes total sense. And so it's really fun to watch these new twists on an old genre. So people get Shudder and just thank us later. Just thank us, don't trip. Send in an email, thank us later. If I can add to that, let me just tell you that, and if you've seen it, I think you'll know what I'm talking about, but we were just talking about you might be the killer. They're calling that a Shudder exclusive. If that's the level of ex Shudder exclusives, like, hey, here's, here's I, I believe it's like one of their first ones. I could be wrong about that. So good. But if that's the level that they're bringing us, it's only going to get better from there. Oh, it's so good. And if you go to their tab that says only on Shudder, just gold, man. Gold. And the thing is, I think here's another possibility. Netflix and Prime Video, they're willing to let these things slide in the crack and be like, well, that's not our thing. Let them have all the horror. Slide but in the crack. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> you like that? I see. I hear see. I'm surprised you didn't say that's what she said. <laughs> hey, you know, because really, I don't know. I don't know if she did. Well, maybe she'd say that. But anyway, yes, I just wanted to point but, that uh, out. But <laughs> the thing is, it's like I, they might not even care about this horror thing. They might just say, let them have all that. Have fun. But I think horror fans, like, I would not be surprised if in two years there's a shutter con. Can I correct myself I, real quick? Go for it. Um, she would totally say that, by the way. There we go. Thank okay, you. thanks. Thank you. But there's a if there's a shutter con in two years, no surprise. No surprise at all, dog. And we're bruh, going. Gee. And how good would it be? Because it wouldn't be packed out of like crazy packed. And you'd be able to say, I saw your movie. Your movie is incredible. I loved this. You'd they could do ShutterCon once it gets big enough. But I'm telling you right now, this is just the beginning for Shutter. It's just the beginning. In the next five years, it's gonna get crazy. It's gonna get crazy. I have a question for people that have Shutter right now, and I don't think you can answer this one. But if you can, please answer it for me, okay? Mm -hmm. So they have, I believe it's called Shutter TV. If you yes. go and you open it up right on the top, you're gonna. It's got several different categories, and it's called Shutter TV. Every time I turn this on. There's usually a really good movie on that's already playing. It doesn't give you the capability to rewind it because it's live. Do you know if there is a, a TV, like a TV guide, a Shutter TV mm. guide? I'm asking anyone out there if you know yes. and know how to find it because I did look for it. I couldn't find it. Please let me know because it seems like I'm missing all these great movies that I want to watch, but I, you know it's like I, I can't rewind it. So if there is, tell me where I'm not looking because I can't find it anywhere. And Shutter, if anyone out there is listening, but it's doubtful, but still, maybe you know somebody, maybe your cousin works with Shutter. Why is this not a thing? It should be a thing. Thank you very much. I totally agree. And it's not I a totally knock. Agree. It's just a suggestion. Yes. What do we got next, brother? All right. So I'm going to take it down just for a second, because then I think we're just going to go full force after this. Okay. I just want to give this one an honorable, an honorable mention. You can say yes. oi all you want, but you haven't. No, seen I it. said, no, I'm, I'm saying what we're about to talk about is about to get interesting. Okay. Well, we, we can still talk. You know what? Let's, let's continue on here. Let's talk Shudder first. Okay. Because there is another one that I did ask you to watch and I'm kind of uh -huh. curious what you think about it. So we'll, we'll skip the one I was going to say. Um, Let's talk about. Oh, all no, 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 no. I was talking about. I thought we were about to talk about the A word. Not and yet. Like, and then they said, we're about to get later on. We're going to get into some stuff. I'm like, Ugh, Steve, is Ugh. this another one of those instances where you're not looking at the notes? I so kindly prepared for you. Well, no, I knew. But you were saying we're going to get into something else. I'm like, oh, it's coming. It I don't is even coming. Want to talk about it. Oh, it's coming. It is coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. Uh, uh, you beat me to it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me just get out of the way. Let me get out of the way and then I'll, yeah. we'll get back to it because this is really the one I have the least to say about it. But oh. I do think that it's kind of an honorable mention. All right. So we're going to okay. go back. We're going to talk about Netflix for just a second. I watched a uh, movie 
Yes. That is a Netflix original, and it's called Dumplin'. Have you heard of Dumplin', sir? Oh, I've been wanting to see this movie, dude. It's, it's not called Dumplin'. I said Dumplin'. It's Dumplin', okay? Yeah. With an apostrophe. So uh, it stars it stars Danielle McDonald as Willa Dean and Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. as Rosie, her mom. It's got Odea Rush, who plays Ellen, and uh, Maddie Biello that plays Millie. There's uh, Who else is in it? There's someone I wanted to point out to you, Steve, because I wanted to know what you thought about it. Uh, oh, uh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Harold Perignon? Perignon? Oh, Paranu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it as well. So From Lost. Yes, that's the man. So anyway, um, I got to tell you, like I sat down and I watched this movie. This movie's kind of been playing throughout the house. My wife's watched it a couple times. Uh, my daughter watched it. Everyone movie. seems to love this yeah. movie. It's a damn cute movie, okay? But there's uh-huh. something about this movie. I'm not just going to call it a cute movie. Let me give you the quick synopsis on this one here. So it says, Willa Dean, Dumplin', the plus-size teenage daughter of a former beauty queen, signs up for her mom's Miss Teen Blue Bonnet pageant as a protest that escalates when the other contestants follow her foot steps revolutionizing the pageant and their small texas town it's based on a novel by chris uh julie murphy actually in the screenplays by Kristen hahn this okay. this movie's freaking adorable man it's um it's got a great message to it especially you know when it comes to like body shaming and things like that um it's a very confidence building movie i like the way mm-hmm. i like the approach that they took with it um mm-hmm. So Willa Dean is obviously the the contrast to her mom, Jennifer Aniston, because she looks like yes. Jennifer Aniston and Willa Dean yeah. looks like Willa Dean. And um, but and she calls her Dumplin'. That's her like her nickname for her. So mm-hmm. Willa Dean starts off. She's a little kid and she has this fantastic relationship with her aunt, who is Jennifer Aniston's sister. Uh, the aunt passes. I don't really think that's much of a spoiler because it's very short time this whole thing and it's just how she grows up and deals with that kind of thing she deals with her her confidence and her body and she takes these big steps to like again to kind of protest this whole beauty queen thing but she ends up finding herself in this movie and finding her confidence and she finds love steve she finds love it's always nice don't you think when you find love yeah so i'm not going to really say that much about it because we honestly we have we've been talking a long time and we have a shit ton to talk about still but i'm going to give this one a very high recommendation i think you should watch this one if you have um if you have kids, you have daughter, uh, even daughter, son, it's, it's a family movie. But if you have a daughter, watch this movie with her because I think it has a very positive message. And I think that um, the the girl, again, that plays Willa Dean, Danielle McDonald, is a fantastic actress, actress, rather. She is going to be in something that we're going to be talking about soon, maybe next week, now that we know that we're going to do another show. That's called Bird Box. I'm looking forward to talking about that one starring Sandra Bullock. But anyway, that's also another Netflix exclusive. So... Check this one out, man, because I think it gives a very positive message, and I think okay. that that's something that we need more of these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, For again, sure. very, very brief, very brief, but um, this all ties into the show. I'm going to give this one, Steve, because of its content and you know the message that it brings. It's like it, it clocks in at like an hour and 50 minutes, kind of comedy, drama, slightly musical. It's got a great soundtrack, particularly if you like Dolly Parton. Don't front. I like Dolly Parton. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to give this one a 3.75 out of 5 magic wands. And it totally makes sense, by the way. Done deal. All right. There we go. And now, Steve, now we're going to get down to business. So getting back back to Shudder, there's something that I asked you to watch. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one here, and I'm going to follow up, if that's okay with you. Okay. So the movie that I'm talking about is All the Creatures Were Stirring. It's a Christmas horror movie that was on that was on Shudder. I'm very yeah, I'm very curious to see uh, what you think about this one. I loved it. Oh, gee, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's okay. Number one, it's a um, anthology. Yes. You're gonna win. It's just like like ABCs of Death. A lot of people can't watch AB all the way to Z. I'm like, oh, I can watch that twice. Like I love the ABCs of Death. So. Anthology, Creepshow, Creepshow 2, 
All these things are right up my alley. And this is a perfect one just like that. It is an anthology on all the stories are based on Christmas. Um, look, if you enjoy horror, again, if you enjoy the horror genre, you're gonna like this movie. Are all of them scary? No, but neither was Creepshow. Some of them are funny. Some of them are pretty funny. Yeah, there's a You're very like, oh, that's, there's yeah, a very odd comedic tone that that goes with this one. And really quick, I'm sorry because I don't I'm not sure if I said it or not. Did I say this was a Netflix exclusive? No. Okay, no, good because no, no, it's no. not. It's not. Just it's correcting Shutter. myself. Yeah. Or excuse me, but, Shutter. It's not a Shutter exclusive either. Oh, it's not a Shutter exclusive. No, and I felt like I said that. So if I did, I take yeah. it all back. It's very good. I and the thing is, it's it's a movie where um, it's it actually clocks in. It ends fairly quickly. I didn't expect it to be such a short movie. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Like, that's nothing. Especially for it, because when you think anthology, you're like, oh, each of these are going to be like, you know, 30 minutes or so, 20 minutes. And so you're going to get a bunch of, no, it's like four, four stories, three stories, and it's over. And I think it's five stories, if I'm is not it mistaken. Five? Yeah, that's, that's like, and when it was over, I was like, wait. Oh, that's it? But that's good. It wasn't like, oh, good. Thank goodness it was short. I was ready for more stories. I loved it, man. I And mind you, I am primed to love this sort of movie. I'm primed to love All the Creatures Were Starring. This is me. This is my sort of movie. So obviously I'm going to love it. What did you think? Did you like it? Did you dig it? What did you think? Um, I liked it. Uh, it's not my favorite out of everything that you can find on Shudder yes. or anywhere else for that matter. But I do like the anthology setup. I think it's fun. Um, it's definitely a fresh take on something that I haven't seen before. I'd like the whole, like I'm kind of into like Christmas horror movies right now. Sort, yes. of, a, sort of a thing of mine. It's the only one I'm going to talk about right now, but I'm kind of into those. Um, it's a very interesting setup of how they present these movies to you. Oh, Oh, you know, it's uh, it, I don't oh. really want to get into it because I think I you should watch it. the movie. I think you, I totally think if you <laughs> if you think like interpretive drama is corny, apparently so do these directors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's each story is given to you in a very that's a very good way of putting it an interpretive drama kind of thing. It's based around two people that sort of lead the story, if you will, even though they don't yes. lead the story. It's it's two people in a theater. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how each movie gets played out. And some of them are much better than others. There are a couple that are great. There are some that are just eh. Um, someone popped up in the movie that I was really surprised. It was Constance Wu shows up in this movie. So if you're into yes. Crazy Rich Asians, yes. you know, yes. Constance Wu's here. Completely different character. Like, it's, yes. you can tell this was done pre-Crazy <laughs> Rich Asians. But... Um, it's a, it's a really, it's a fun movie. It's not something totally. for everyone, but if you are, like we're talking about, if you're into the horror genre and you just like a, a movie that's kind of different, this isn't one that you're going to keep with you forever, but it is definitely worth a watch. So fun. If you like Creepshow, you're going to like this. Yeah, if that's definitely that kind of thing. It's a horror anthology. It's very fun. and there's It's not you, as good. No. I'm not saying it's nowhere a Creepshow. Near. It is nowhere near as good as Creepshow, but, but it is definitely going to, yes. it'll, it'll pass an hour and 20 minutes oh, nicely. Oh, dude. Nicely. Nicely. Like, you will say, "Oh, I could have, I could have watched another one of those." Like, whereas the ABCs of Death that clocks in at like two something, almost three, because you go through A, B, C, all, and so it clocks in fairly long. This one, it's done. Finished I would say that. Uh, I would say Constance Wu is the biggest name actress in this movie. Yes, by far. But um, you know, d don't base it on just like big names or anything like that. Uh, what was I going to say? It's. Uh, Okay, let's talk favorite stories. Which one did you like the best? 
<sighs> okay, because I know I'm going to say that I liked one of them the best, but then I would have been like, oh, I forgot about that one. So let me make sure I got all of them together. All the, Because mind you, I've watched, what, 10 movies lately. <laughs> Starts blending together after a while, huh? Oh, dude. I won't put you on the spot, bro, because I mean, no, I know you you've been should, watching. No, you because I want to know now. So, you, okay, so the very first one was, now I got to think about it. The one that I like the best, I'm going to tell you, revolves, it's a, there's a van that's involved in a parking lot. That's the one that I like the best. I like that concept of that one. And it, all of these take place on Christmas, go figure, right? Um, you know what? Actually, Steve, I don't think that we should we should share it with people here because it's a, it's an anthology. I think that people should just go into this fresh, make no predeterminations. I just think they should watch the movie, man. Well, the thing is, yeah, you're right. I would think. I mean, I walked in cold. I would think. Um, here's what I'll say. Oh, 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 though. What's oh, up? though. To, okay, okay, all right. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Where are you where are you finding the breakdowns? Tell me the breakdowns. The very first one. I just had to think about it for a second. The very first one involves an office Christmas party. Oh, I didn't really like that one. That one was. Um, Mind you, I like. Okay, when I say I didn't really put this on a higher scale. So when I say I didn't really like it, that means I still liked it. Because it was like your least favorite of the movies of the exact the, the uh, so, shorts, I should say. Exactly. So even at its bare minimum, it was totally enjoyable. So I'll say I I wasn't comparatively I wasn't the biggest fan of this one. Okay. Second one was the one I was just talking about. It has to deal with um, loved that one. Some some evil. Let's just say, and I, I mean oh, it's a horror movie, but it has man. to do with like pure concentrated evil. Wrapped Ooh, up in a van. It, That's all I'm gonna say. It got dark. It got dark, you, it, and it was cool. I like that one because <laughs> that one had me thinking, like, "Oh shit, what's next?" You know, yes. it's, it's one of those ones. Like some of these are just like, "Oh okay, you're done." I know what's. That's it. Thank you for the story. This one had me thinking, like, "What comes next?" That could be a movie. That could be a movie. It should have been a movie, like a full on yeah. movie. And, it, and it could be a movie. oh, and by the way, I know I've been talking about this a lot the last few shows. This is definitely a uh, lesser budgeted movie. So take that into mind. I know there's a lot of people out there that do base their movies on on the visuals and, you know, mm -hmm. how much special effects and everything. Like, this is definitely a low-budget movie, but I like the heart that goes into this movie. I love... Here's the thing. Without the CGI, there's a part where a hand comes out of a van. Since it's not CGI and it's like a glove, it actually freaked me out more. Yeah, there's some I decent said, practical effects. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? Yeah, so yeah, this one I loved. Loved, loved. Now, there's another one that happens where it's about this bitter guy, and it's kind of like a crazy take on um, kind of like this wonderful life. I guess it's kind of like this wonderful life. It's either that or like like an Ebenezer Scrooge kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was fun. That one was fine. And it's, it it's was fine. fine. It's, it's it fun. fine. It's entertaining. I didn't really understand what they were going with. I was like, it's fine. It's a little all over the place. It's not my yes. favorite one. And then uh, what else do we have here? I'm trying to think about it. Then we have the one where it is the... the uh, I'm trying to not give it. Ah, screw it. The guy hits the deer. <laughs> <laughs> and that one is just, that one's, now I'm starting to talk. Do I want to continue talking about this? I liked it. This? I liked it. It's, guys, it's a Christmas horror it. movie. Yeah, I like, like I liked it, especially when you, the reveal. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> like, there's so much camp in this one. You know Oh, what I mean? it's so funny. And then when they flash to the corny um, interpretive dance on it. Yeah. How they, 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 <laughs> I think no, I mean I like that part better. Good. No, it this is. I'm not knocking it. This is just a fun movie. That's all I'm saying. This isn't one of those ones that you're going to remember forever, but it's a fun movie to watch, particularly oh, if you're watching so it during fun. the holiday season. Okay. And then lastly is the one with Constance Wu, 
that has yes. to deal with a very strange Christmas Eve. And uh, yeah, um, what'd you think of that one? It was fine. It was fine. So I'm going to go ahead and say that the my favorite one was the van one, for sure. Yes, the van one was. Um, I think what happened for me with the van one is it set me up thinking it was going to be campy, and then when they went to this story, I was like, oh, whoa, this is just straight up dark. And that's what like took me by surprise, and I loved that. I love that, that they said, oh, no, it's, it's going to be fun and maybe this and maybe that. This was the dark story. So, yeah, I would go with the van. I also think that the very first one in the office party could have been done a little bit better to where it would have had a bigger like hit at the end. Yeah, because if you're not following that first one, you're kind of like, what the crap is going on? Like, then you're like, oh, OK, that makes sense. But it could have been done if. I mean, only little scenes could have been switched around and it would have been great. Yeah. I, but I did like it. I still liked it. But, but no, the van one was just, they're killing it. On a budget yeah. like that, I don't know how they did it. Giving this one an A for effort. You know what I'm saying? Yes, totally. So uh, let's go ahead and rate this one, Steve. This is All the Creatures We're Stirring. Again, it is not a Netflix nor a Shutter exclusive. This is something that you can actually watch on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, you can rent it for like $4.99 right now. You can get it on iTunes. It's pretty much everywhere. I'm giving the, what do what, what do we want to use as the uh, mm. how about antlers? <laughs> Why not? It's a, it's Christmas <laughs> thing. Why not? Whew, that's dark though. Or do we um, want to go? Do we want to go uh, mustachioed Santas? Mustachioed Santas is probably better. <laughs> okay, so let's go. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Drop your rating. Four out of four mustachioed Santas out of five. I'm going to give this one a three point five mustachioed Santas Perfect. out of five. Perfect. Final verdict. Perfect. Yes. And, it, and it's right up. It's right up. The thing is, if you like horror, you're going to like this. I'm telling you, if you like horror, if you like Creepshow, it's not on Creepshow's level, but you're going to enjoy this. No question. If you like Creepshow, you'll enjoy this movie. Just fine. All right, Steve. So <laughs> we've been wanting to talk about this one for a little under a week now. Now, if you recall, when we walked out of that theater, I literally had a microphone and a recorder ready to do it. I'm kind of glad I didn't at the time because now I'm gonna I'm I'm feeling a little nicer about things. Um, I, it's not necessarily a change of heart, but I was ready to destroy. Yes, and uh, and crush and and eat children, as you say. And uh, so I'm I'm a little calmer now. Okay. So let's talk about this one. Maybe that is foreshadowing what we're going to talk about. But uh, there's a little movie that came out that's mm-hmm. making a big buzz on things. And and um, oh, I thought s- you were going to big splash. I oh. That was so much better. I almost want to just edit and say it, but it's all you. I'm giving it to you. Little movie with a big splash, ladies and gentlemen, courtesy of Steve Hudson. The movie that we're talking about. Uh, we're going to go against the grain on this one. I really think we are. Uh, this is called. This movie's called Aquaman from mm-hmm. Warner Brothers DC. Um, so you know, I usually say, Steve, what'd you think? I'm going to go ahead and start this off right now go and just say it. that um, I think that you and I saw a movie. By the way, we're not going to get spoilers. We're not going to get spoilers on this one because this is. If you're hearing it, like when we drop this, it's pretty much just freshly dropped in the theaters. And we don't want to do that to you. We saw the Amazon Prime viewing of it last Saturday. Um, I did not enjoy this movie whatsoever, Steve. I did enjoy I, I think that we saw a different movie than a lot of people saw because I've seen lots of ratings on this. And I know that you and I have kind of gone back and forth with why we're seeing such high praise for this movie. And I think that yeah. we've kind of come to the conclusion that the people that went to see this during the Amazon prime preview 
were totally psyched to see this movie. Oh, they were dude, true dude. Aquaman fans. They, they love the DC. I'm not even going to get into Marvel versus DC or anything like that. I mean, I may touch a little bit on it, but yeah. it's not a fanboy thing for me. I'm judging this movie going into it as pretty much a non-Aquaman fan. Uh, I was. I am not the biggest Jason Momoa fan, first of all. I think he's... Uh, I'll be nice. I just think he's a bit bro-y. I'll just say that. And but I, I, I wasn't very. Uh, well, trust me. What I was going to go with was way, way worse. Um, <laughs> you it ends with bag. That's all I'm going to say. But um, That's funny. yeah, I just, I just, he's not my favorite character. I think Jason Momoa has a look. I think he's a he's a handsome devil. You know what I'm saying? He's got mm-hmm. a very menacing look. I mean, he's Cal Drago in Game of Thrones, and you got to give him props for that one. But even then. Even though it was like a, this fictitious time way in the past, he was still kind of broy on that one. You know what I mean? And and um, oh no question. So he's got this thing that people like, and I know there are a lot of male fans out there, straight male fans that really appreciate Jason Momoa. But to me, it seems to that the people that are like praising this movie, ah, do I want to screw it? Are the same people that are going to be like in the you know like when you're in the office working in, a, in your cubicle and the next cubicle over you got patty and patty's got that that post that a uh, calendar poster of jason momoa or she's got that calendar of like the cowboys with their shirts off in the totally, in the uh, in the totally. river yeah it's that totally. kind of a crowd that's really feeling this and i think a lot of people are basing this on this is my opinion of course they're basing this on his his looks because oh for sure because i i mean i personally don't see the the charm in jason momoa that's just me so that said um I think this movie was a complete fucking disaster. Garbage <laughs> fire. <laughs> and this is being nice. Uh, trust me, when I when we came out, Steve and I walked Ooh. to the we walked to the parking lot and I was about ready to be like, all right, see ya. And then I made the mistake of going, so what'd you think? <laughs> and Ooh. and we talked for probably an hour and a half in the parking yes. lot. I wanted to yes. record it. I'm glad I didn't because I'm going to be nicer now. Um, I will tell you that when Steve and I were watching this movie, I thought it started off. It started off hard. Like, it started off in a good way is what I'm getting at. It had a hell of an opening. Um, Nicole Kidman did a fine job in this movie. I'm going to go ahead and give her that right now. I don't think that this movie... The fault in this movie has nothing to do with with Nicole Kidman whatsoever. And I was also kind of surprised because Tamura Morrison was in this movie. I believe I'm saying his name right. He is, uh, for you Star Wars fans, he played Jango Fett. And I was, not Jango Fett, Jango Fett. And I was kind of surprised to see him. I didn't even recognize him at first. And the reason that I didn't recognize him, Steve, is because I think that the CGI, the Ooh. aging, is hot garbage in this movie. Compared, this is where I'm getting Super at. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not going to make this a Marvel DC thing, but I am going to say that if I had to pick a winner for de-aging... CGI wise, oh, oh Marvel dude. takes it by far. They don't always hit the mark, but they do a very fine job. Like yes. Michael Douglas was fantastic. If you've seen the preview for Captain Marvel, they do a fine job on Samuel L. Jackson. You know, there's there's other ones out there, but they do a, a damn good job with this. They even did it for Robert Downey Jr. and it wasn't yes. bad. It was distracting how bad it was for me. And um, I was trying not to look at Steve too much because I don't, you know, I wanted him to enjoy <laughs> the movie. We're sitting right next to each other, and I didn't Ooh. want him to. Um, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm watching this, I'm like, like, okay, first of all, let me get back to it. The, the opening scene was great. There's this battle that goes on, and I think mm-hmm. they did, even though the CGI was a little weak in that part, I think that they did a pretty good job with Nicole Kidman and what went on, okay? So I'm like, okay, I'm down, like, so far, so good. And then we get into it, and then uh, we, okay, this is where it gets a little shitty for me, is that um, there's this scene, with no spoilers, that involves a submarine, Okay, and there's this really cool shot of I'm going to give it that there's this very cool shot where you see Jason Momoa lift a submarine 
to surface. And I thought that's pretty dope. Like I really thought that was a really cool thing, but let's get back down. <laughs> let's go down uh, several hundred feet and let's talk about that whole scene with the submarine. Um, what we get initially is there's a, and I think this is also in the trailer, Jason Momoa drops down into the sub and this is what happens throughout the whole damn movie, which is really bugging me. And I think this is, again, getting back to Patty in the cubicle. So Jason Momoa, he drops down. You see his his backside. Not literally. You just see his back and he's facing away he, from you. And he's doing the superhero kneel. Yeah, he does that leg. far yeah. too many times, by the way. That whole super kneel. That, the super kneel, let's call it that, yes. is yes. played. It's so played out. But he, uh, and I'm not even going to, it's, it's like the least of its problems in this movie. He um, stands up from the super kneel. And he turns around, right? He looks over his shoulder the way Jason Momoa will do a hundred times in this movie. And he goes, he goes, permission to board. Terrible. Just, just, just God awful. God awful. (laughs) So expanding on that there, um, there are these, uh, as they're calling them, pirates that are in the movie. I don't know if they necessarily say that, but I've heard that term come up several times. They're pirates in the movie that he has to battle. And it has to do with the father and son thing. Again, I'm going to be very loose with this. But the father and son uh, were terrible. They were terrible actors. Uh, I'm not saying they're terrible actors. I'm going to just go ahead and give Michael Beach. Michael Beach is great. Like he was I like Michael son. Beach. No, no, yeah. no. I like Michael Beach. That's what I'm saying. This isn't I'm not calling them terrible actors. I'm correcting myself. They acted terribly in this movie. Yes. And then of course you have uh Yahya Abdul Mateen who plays Manta in this movie. Um now let me I don't know a lot about Aquaman and I'm thinking maybe that the people that love this movie know a lot about Aquaman because there are definitely sometimes I heard people go, "Oh, they're so, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not going to give it away." Yes. Yes. And so I can appreciate that. You got your Easter eggs. You got to see people come to life that you have seen in comics and you've been wanting to see. Not being an Aquaman fan, I've always thought that Black Manta just looked completely dope. We were sitting in the, and Steve knew nothing about Black Manta. We were actually having a drink at the bar before we went in and they have these like little tiki. Regal has these these tiki drinks. Uh, that you can buy. They were themed Aquaman and Black Manta. And I was like, oh, check that out, Steve. He's like, that looks ridiculous. But he didn't know what Black Manta looked like because he doesn't really watch a lot of trailers. So I showed him a picture of what Black Manta looked like. And I think you'll agree with me that in the comic, he looked pretty dope, right? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe not. But that's that's what I took from the conversation. I will go even more forward to say that just my opinion, when you see Black Manta in all of his glory, he looks dope in my opinion. Now, let me go back. The to get there and to see how he becomes Black Manta and and and, and um creates his his uh armor, god awful. And the portrayal of the character was one of the worst characters. Like DC is already kind of known for having bad characters, uh, excuse me, bad villains in movies. I think Black Manta might be the worst. And he was real, you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't CGI like Steppenwolf or something like that, he was practical. And he was just horrible. Like, just, just, I'm sorry. He Dude. was just horrible. Would Dude. you agree? Dude. Dude. Come on. Hit me with it. Every, I would say, yes, he was horrible. Yes. Okay. Horrible. Okay. Well, please proceed. Because to... I'll just keep talking. Okay. So let's talk. No, here's the thing. If Have you ever seen that? There's, there's a thing on Twitter right now, G. It's going to be pretty simple for me. The thing on Twitter where there's a black man yelling up at a window saying, your shoes, whack. Your pants, <laughs> yes. whack. This is what I'm saying to the movie screen at Aquaman. That's me. Yeah. The middle, 
whack. The end, mm-hmm. whack. The yes. CGI, whack. Yeah. The de-aging, whack. The instruments, whack. The weapons, whack. Manta, whack. Like there's, the only thing I can say that was good was that this ended finally at the end. That's the good part. Like, if you want to see Momoa bro out, you're going to love this movie. But he is the exact person I want nothing to be around in my life. <laughs> I, he is the one person that I don't want to be anywhere around. That's the one thing Marvel gets, gets right is the people that aren't fighting or when they're not fighting, you actually want to hang around them. I would love to chill with Captain America. I'd love to chill with Bruce Banner. I'd kick it with War Machine. I would kick it with them. When someone like Aquaman walks into the bar, I'm like, oh, here we go. (laughs) This guy. Look who wants attention. Exactly. And he's so big that he's like, do you have something to say? You're going to be like, no. No, G, I'm good. Exactly. (laughs) He's that dude. But then he's also the dude that once one day someone destroys him, you're like, finally. <laughs> finally someone beat that fool. So I couldn't root for him if he was Aquaman. You know what I'm saying? When he saved people and either like, oh, a bunch of pirates got into a fight with Aquaman, I'd be like, I don't like pirates, but I don't like that nigga either. So I don't know which one I'm really voting for here. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And we're really, I mean, seriously, though, like for us, we we could choose to just completely just, I mean, we're not necessarily holding this movie up, but we could destroy it way worse. Gee, don't get me. Okay. Oh, you know what? There is a good part. When they do that, those super huge, those super like blast offs underwater. Yeah, that was cool. that's, That's cool. The end. I didn't, I didn't mind the pulsating eye thing that Aquaman does because that's what he's known for. The boop, 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 where he like talks cool. to the to the aquatic life. That was kind of yes. cool. Let's let's find some redeeming qualities, dude. I think we can find something. Um, because um, after shark that, it's all over. To pr- the, the the little shark reveal that you see during the they're during the trailer, the the thing where the shark tries to fight for him. I'm like, oh, this is adorable. Hmm. This is cool. And then they said, oh yeah, is there any way we can make this horrendous? And then they go on to do it. They said, sure, have the rest of the movie. Gee. There is this? a part. I'm sorry. We were supposed to be nice, huh? No, Hold on. No, no. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll save it. I'll oh, save it. don't get me on the teenager. Oh, young Arthur <laughs> might be one of the worst characters to ever grace a movie screen. Gee. The, the, the delivery so of his lines. Now, he's a he's a good looking kid. Um. I really have no fault in his action. So if we're going to be nice, uh, you know, his, his, this his, is the director's his, fault. Yeah. This yeah. physical appearance in the movie and the way he moves, that's Fantastic. all fine. Um, yeah. Steve's being nice. I said, it's all fine. The, the, okay. I'm going to call it out right now. Okay. First of all, and I think Steve made a good point about this. So this is truly Steve's thought, but I can't agree with this anymore. I don't think, we don't think that this is the movie that James Wan wanted to make. No, no. Now, before I go any further, um, the writers, David Leslie, Johnson McGoldrick, I believe his name is, uh, and Will Beale. The fuck were you thinking? That's all I'm saying. Like, seriously, like, 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 you know 
what DC has to deal with right now, what they've been dealing with. You had your Suicide Squad. You had your mediocre Justice League. Sorry, Steve. You had, you know, I, I happen to be a fan of uh, Man of Steel. It was a long movie, but there are some seriously badass parts in that movie. And I loved Wonder Woman. But that said, DC is not at the pace of these Marvel movies. You know what I mean? No. And again, I'm not trying to make it a Marvel DC thing. I'm just saying, if you have to compare it to something, they are not doing whatever Marvel magic is there. Mm -mm. Like, I'm even wondering at this point, like, James Gunn, good luck. You know what I mean? Good luck to you, sir, because you've got a whole lot of fixing to do. Oh, dude. And the thing is here, if I knew that I did the Superman erase the mustache travesty, my goal would be we have to make this CGI perfect. I'm willing to forgive the mustache for like because it's leagues better than this movie, dude. Dude. It's so bad. This okay, here's the thing. Like some of the stuff that they do underwater starts to look super corny. You're like, okay, like when you have an underwater Atlantis, it's hard to mess it up. And they somehow made it so distracting how they're floating and doing this. It's the only thing that looked underwater was the hair and like the capes. But if you're underwater, it should all be different. It's weird. We were kind of wondering what was gonna sound what it was gonna sound like them talking underwater. And to be honest oh, with yeah. you, I didn't even think that was that bad. Like you have to sound like something. And you can't yes. be all no, the whole no, time. No, you know? you so, can't. No. so I'll give him that. That was okay. I'm trying to like talk about redeeming things oh let's talk more redeeming things here um the uh again i'm not an aquaman fan but the large leviathan creature at the end of this movie looked looked great i love that part and and seeing aquaman i'll just say interacting with this creature uh there's a couple ways it goes but like you know the the final result Looked yeah. pretty cool. I will say oh. that I think that they they uh, there's a battle at the end of the movie because I mean come on it's a superhero movie that you can tell that they were really trying to go for it, but yes. it was just such bad CGI. Personally, I couldn't get past it, you know. And I and I don't know if yes. it, but here's the deal. I think that if the movie itself had been better, I'd have been more forgiving with the CGI in the Way battle. Way more. For- and here's but the thing. There at that the- part, I was already like writing it off. I was like, I'm we done. We were clocked out. And like, here's the thing. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, the, the problem is there's a thing that they're going for this whole movie. There is an ultimate thing he's trying to do where if he does this thing, you're led to believe, oh, once he gets this thing, he is an unstoppable force of nature. Wrong. 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 <laughs> Wrong. Gee, I, it got to the point where I was like, well, what was the point? What was the point? It just seems like he's a little stronger. And apparently, right. it gave him a fancy suit. That's it. I people. The costumes, I'm by gonna, the way, were ridiculous. I thought they dude, were terrible. And I'm not you, done, by the way. <laughs> oh, please! I, I see. Here's the thing. For me, here's where it is right now. I did not like. For me, finding redeeming stuff is only the thing is like this was a good part of this movie. It would be a terrible part of a great movie. It's just a good part of this movie. Yeah. That's um, I haven't even gotten started on Amber Heard yet. <laughs> um, so let's let's stay redeeming, okay? I think that Willem Dafoe does a fine job for what he's given in this movie. Uh, he's, he really didn't bother me at all. I mean, the script was just bad. Like I said, Nicole Kidman didn't really, like, you know, she was just like, look, I'm just here. You guys hired me. 
like make it happen. And she just did what she did. She was she was fine. I didn't really have a problem with it. There is a part at the end of the movie where she kind of represents herself, and I'm like, ah, okay. But on the whole, I don't think that she was that bad. Now, let's talk Patrick Wilson for a second. Um, I am kind of a fan of Patrick Wilson. Like I, I, I love, love Patrick. Yeah, Wilson. you know, I mean, in uh, Watchmen, he was awesome. Fargo, Fargo, fantastic. But Aquaman, not the case. There is a part at the end of the movie. I, I don't want to reveal these these things, but he reveals himself, and he says he wants you to call him by a certain name. The delivery of that Ooh. was. Like, I'm just going to say it, you guys. There was a part of the movie. Steve, correct me if my thought process is wrong. But there was a part of the movie where I turned to you and I said, we have to stay to see what happens for the podcast. Yeah. I, I think that if I didn't have a podcast, I, I would have been perfectly fine with walking out of the movie. Totally. And and because it's not only the delivery, it's the name. Yeah, well, that's a but that's like a comic name, though. I mean, like that's they didn't create that character for the movie. So on paper, yeah. uh, on paper, back in the day, I'm sure it presented itself just fine. Because really, truly, what the fuck are you gonna do with the ocean and Aquaman? <laughs> you know, I'm surprised. Yeah, but, I'm surprised they got Aquaman to the screen to begin with. But here's the thing. Here's what. Here's. Do you ever remember this? Uh, you know, he's this 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 young tough rumble kid finally being able to beat folks, and he's doing his thing, and someone was like. Hey, fella. And he turns around. He's like, don't call me fella. Call me Captain America. That never happened. <laughs> that never happened. Even though it was a cool name, he knew that could corny up this name. Even a cool name, it will corny up this name. He might as well just said, call me douche nozzle. That's it. Seriously. It was bad. Seriously. It was because they know we don't do reveal. Marvel's like, we're, do we don't do reveals like this? I mean, because it looks ridiculous. I'm like, I'm the battling you, G. I'm not going to call you shit. Let's just, I'm going to kill you. Thank you. And the thing is, even like, like Iron Man, he'd only do it because that's who he is. And he thinks he's so cool. And so <laughs> it would be funny if he did it like that because he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm that guy. But this guy did it seriously. He did it seriously. It was totally played serious. And I, I, I still contend that James Wan is like, I made the movie that the big, the suits wanted. I made the movie the suits wanted. I like James Wan. Mm -hmm. I like The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. I like Annabelle. Mm -hmm. I, I, I did not like this movie, man. Like, Dude, dude. Now, before we forget to do this, I'm going to say, first of all, she's a beautiful human being. Like, physically, she's a beautiful human being. Um, yeah. Amber Heard yes. as Mira in this movie um, yep. may be one of the worst characters to ever grace the screen. Like, there is there is a scene. Okay, but another, here's another thing about this movie. I went in to see an Aquaman movie, and I ended up getting like five, six different movies out of this movie. Like, there's this movie doesn't, in my opinion, I'm going to keep saying that, doesn't know what it wants to be. Does it want to be a superhero movie? Does it want to be a um, an action movie based in the desert? Uh, does it want to oh, be a romantic dude. comedy? Like, like, is it romancing the stone? Uh, not getting anywhere near close to that. Is it the mummy? Is is it the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like when when um in a romantic comedy you're at odds at first, but you just know where it's going. It's gonna be a kiss. You know they're gonna fall in love. I'm thinking particularly of uh, Indiana Jones and Marion in the first Indiana Jones movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's done well. This is like they tried to do that and just failed miserably. And the thing is, what they also didn't explain was 
you're led to believe for a while that um, Aquaman is the only person that can live in water and outside of water. Not true at all. All of them can. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is just a thing that all y'all can do. So what makes, I don't understand why, oh, because he's a mix. I'm like, but you can breathe outside of water too. You're, you're fine. There's a part where one of them, like the girl's in the desert for like, who knows how long. Perfectly fine with no water. I said, oh, so all of them have this ability. Yeah, all and of then, them can just do this. And there's a, there's a, there's a situation that happens with Amber Heard's character Mira where they they go on this quest to find something, her and Arthur, and they find this thing and they find out, oh crap, well we don't have the missing ingredient which is water. So she's like, where are we going to get water from? Girl, you you're from the ocean. It's but in you. but like you got to you got to you got to deal with Arthur for this. It didn't make that. Didn't, now I know I'm nitpicking, but that didn't really work no. for me. And then, uh, don't get me, okay. <laughs> Guys, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, so turn off your ears. There's a part where they jumped out a, a airplane. Yeah, in the trailer, you think something's cool going to happen after that. I did. No, what happens because of physics happens. I'm like, oh, they just fall. <laughs> that, that's what happens, huh? Okay, all right. There is no, they have some sort of gift for flying. Nope. They're superhuman and can f- apparently fall from heights unknown. These are the... And again, she lives in the water, perfectly good in the desert and sand. There's there's a part where they're in uh, Sicily, and I'll say really no yes. much. Like I'm not going to go into it, but they're 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 running from something, and you know they're crashing into the roofs yep. of these little houses, these little villas, is what I'm really trying to say. And it got so predictable to a point, and I, I wasn't I was off on this, but. I was at the point where they were crashing through it and I thought there was going to be this little old lady because there really is an old lady in this movie that goes like, hey, what are you doing to my house? Like it was that yes. cheesy it's of a movie yes. that I thought that was going to happen. I was actually surprised it didn't. Um, yeah, it, yes. Dolph Lundgren is in this movie and, and now with Dolph, I mean, he just came off a of Crete. You know what I mean? And, and and it's a gig's a gig. I honestly didn't think he did that bad of a job. He's another no. one that kind of escaped. Like him and Willem Dafoe, they're just like, I'm just chilling, man. I just showed up for the gig. I'm, I'm good. Graham McTavish, uh, Preacher fans. He's freaking saying the killers. He's in this movie. He's yes. not in it, he's not in it enough to really do anything wrong either. So he does a fine job. He's he's okay. Um, even Tamura Morrison, again, who plays Tom Curry, Arthur's father, outside of that god-awful CGI that de-aged him, he did a fine job too. This movie completely falls apart in the writing and 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 the direction of it. I mean, just the way I'm very surprised that James Wan, maybe he did. Like maybe that's the best he could have gotten, but I how many times could he have gone like thinking to himself like, "Oh my god, you can't do better than this cut." You know what I mean? <laughs> Take 2. I mean, dude. It and, was, I'm, <sighs> but I'm going to say this, Steve, because you know, and I've always felt this way for any like critic. I'm not a critic. Um, but for people that, you know, critique movies and things like that, I couldn't write this movie. I couldn't make this movie as grand as it is, okay? Um, but it's it's just terrible. A, a lot of people, I've been reading articles constantly on this because I didn't want to influence what I was going to say because believe me, I'm being nice. But a lot of people say it's a fun movie. Oh, it's a fun movie. It's fun. I, I didn't think it was fun. Like I really just wanted to walk out and completely stuck around for y'all. That's the truth. That's Gee. God's honest Gee. truth. Gee, I mean... I've said it all. I mean, I I, I didn't like it. I would say go save your money and watch something good is what I would say. Yeah. Unless you want to be in the conversation. And we'll be getting to good here in just a second. Um, But let's go ahead and rate it, dude, because we're just not. There's not. There's 
there's nothing that I can say that's going to redeem it anymore. Like, it's just, we didn't like it. If you don't like our review, I'm sorry. This is honestly our true feelings about this. This is a few days out. Believe me, it would have been a lot worse. Um, I think that people that like this movie, I got nothing against them. Uh, your tastes are very much different than mine. Like, I've seen a lot of raving about how good this movie is. Your tastes are very different than mine. And that's all good because that's yep. what makes the world go around. Man, variety is the spice of life. But what are we, what are we going to rate this one? Dude? I'm giving this... Oh, I got. I, can I can I give it? Hold on. Can I give it the? Uh, can I suggest a uh, rating? I think uh, I know what you're going to say, but I might be wrong. What are you going to? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Wine Spears. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Oh, Wine Spears. <laughs> Trident. I thought you were going to say. That was a little too easy. I'm going with Wine Spears. Okay, I'm going to give it one Wine Spear. One Weinstein. I'm going to give this one. Um, you know what, bro? I'm right along there with you. I think this movie was absolutely terrible, and I'm giving it one wine spear as well. And this coming from a person, I dug Justice League. You didn't. And so, uh, it, was, it was just okay to me. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was really fun. Compared, um, to, compared to Aquaman, dude, that movie was a masterpiece. Dude. Whew, so that's Aquaman for you, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, and that's about as non-spoilery as we can get. Uh, if we've pissed you off, so be it. It's, it's what we truly it's feel. What's next? All right, so let's uh, let's go to the other side of the spectrum here for these next two because um, maybe that's spoilers on what we think about these movies, but we did save the best for last. Uh, we both watched this movie this week, and um, I think I, I think we're going to have a lot to say about this one. Uh, we did not see this in the theater because it is available on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Alfonso Cuarón. Um, some people are calling it a masterpiece. Let's see what we say about this movie. What I'm talking about is Roma. A story that chronicles a year in the life of a middle-class family's maid in Mexico City in the early 1970s. Steve Hudson, let's begin. I loved this movie. Oh, God, I did too. <laughs> and, I, and the thing is, in the beginning, I watched half of it, and then we went to go see Aquaman. Oh, and, yeah. and not Aquaman. Oh, no, 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 not half of it. I watched like 20 minutes. And you're like, how do you like it so far? And I said, nothing's happened, so I have a feeling it's going to be one of these artsy-fartsy movies. And then immediately when I turned it back on, I said, oh, wait... It was just setting me up for the illest. It was gut-wrenching, heartbreaking, beautiful, so touching. I mean... Visually stunning. Just stunning, dude. And there's so many, there's so many parts where I was just, I was like, this guy is not, Alfonso Cuaron is working at such a tick on this movie. And I'm like, oh, you're on a different level right now. You're in your you're in your bag right now. Like it seemed like everything was just happening. I mean, all the all the little uh, flourishes he puts in. There are certain scenes that are just silence. You're just watching them interact. That's it. Nothing. Just kids playing. And I was like, this is beautiful. This is. <laughs> it gives me more feeling instead of some elaborate. Let me tell you about these children. No, he lets the children tell you about these children. I could tell who's the troublemaker, who's the this, who's the that, just by seeing them interact. I know those kids. Just beautiful, man. Beautiful movie. This movie, um, I think you need to take it, not you, I think you need to take it from a, the viewer, I should say. You need to take this as a, a slice of life movie. Oh. Um, this is not... You're not going to get action in this movie. Not that every movie has to have action in it, but this is a, this is like, it's like 
looking at someone's life as it's happening, as it's unfolding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not there are these peaks and valleys kind of in the movie, but really the story is it itself really all revolves around uh, someone named Cleo, who's played by Alitza Aparicio, who's beautiful. Uh, she's this uh, Oaxacan Just. actress. I've never seen her oh. in anything. I don't. I think this is her first thing she's ever done. She executes the character of Cleo so. Oh, dude, she broke my heart. Like which, with with silence. Sometimes she she. she uh, it's the expressions on her face. It's the way that yes. her body carries. It's the yes. way that Alfonso Cuarón shot this movie. It looks like it's shot by a a. It was. It was shot by this masterful photographer. It, every picture looks like one of the most. I guess what I'm trying to say is every picture looks like. The most beautiful picture you've ever seen. I love, and, and the thing is, a lot of times I worry about how people frame people of color's face. Yeah, her face was, her skin was beautiful. The shadows, and, the lighting—it oh, was just beautiful. And then, and then there's, um, there's little things that he, like, he doesn't give her a whole lot to say because, um, and that's I could I, I see how people are saying, you know, it really wasn't her. It sucks because we didn't hear her story. She didn't have enough to say, but I think, like he said, it's for. I have. A, I think that he alluded that there was someone in his life like that, like he grew up in a middle class situation who yeah. had a maid or something like that. Uh, from and what I understand, it was sort of semi auto. Uh, going on what you're saying, Steve, I exactly. think it's like semi autobiographical. Totally. I think he may have actually had someone. I don't know if her name was Cleo, but I think. I think it was like libel. This was someone that yeah. that I think this is sort of loosely based on his family or what surrounds totally. the family. Totally, and I think it's because. His person never spoke much because unbeknownst to him, even though he thought she was family, she really wasn't. Like, even in this movie, as much as you say she's part of the family, when the mom is agitated, she reacts as if she's not. So even even though she is, Cleo knows, but this isn't my family. This isn't my, I love them, but it's not my family, though. You know, and ever so often the mom lets you know a little bit that, well, yeah, do what we say. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're here to do. And it's a heartbreaking reality that she's just able to, there's parts where they're watching a TV show as a family. Then it's like, hey, go get us some tea. And she has to just get up, take the tray, do it. And it's just like, oh my God. But it's like, as soon as she does, she immediately goes back into being family again. She's right like, back in. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm not trying to be wow. stupid. It's like it's like Alice on the Brady Bunch. Like like yes. your family, but you got to handle your business. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's nothing like the Brady Bunch, you guys. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a it's a very loose way of explaining it. But you can tell that they love her very much, but she knows her place in this totally movie. Totally knows her. Exactly. Because she interacts totally different with, the, with her other worker. Like her and her friend interact differently than she does to the family. Right. Like when they're together washing dishes, now they're talking. And now Cleo like, comes out a little bit more. Exactly. Now they're bantering, but she watches what she says up next to the family. Until, oh, until the end. Oh, dude. No, this movie messed me up. This movie messed me up. There is a scene at the end where she finally lets out what she's feeling just destroyed me. Me too. I thought that honestly was the, um, the best... Uh, it was the most moving part of the movie for me oh. because it's like, okay, now I understand. You I understand feel things, yes. I thought I understood, but now I fully understand what you're going through. And then the way that after she does that, the way that she carries herself after that, you were like, oh, this movie's about family. This movie's about abandonment. It's oh, about dude. it's about healing. Mm-hmm. It's about loss, um, mortality. It's about uh, 
you know, like um, political struggle. Uh, somewhat the political yes. struggle part's kind of in the background but it's yeah. all going on but during this there. year there's a there's a class it, there's classism where yes. it just shows where you're a different classes you can do different things yes and, uh the available like the only way she's available to get certain things that she needs is because she's with this class of family mm-hmm. if yeah. it was just her it'd be a whole different game she, and it shows other people in a different class that have to wait around to get what she's getting immediately they're just suffering through it. But since she knows this family, they're able to call up and she's right into the room. Everyone else is suffering in the lot. I'm just like, Alfonso Caron, man. Like he is saying, oh, I have all of it in here. If you're looking like he understands that he was he was um, in a, a, a beneficial class. He was in a class that a lot of people are like, oh, I was. um, um, Come on, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you benefit from things like you're privileged, um, privileged. He was in a privileged situation and he understands that. Like he totally gets me like, yeah, not all of you guys had someone like this. I know that. That's why I'm writing a movie about this. This is her. And man, there is, I don't even know how they did a certain effect in a hospital. It looked Oh weird. my God. That I don't know how they did that. I, I started uh, tearing up at that point. Oh, I was dude. done. I that, was done when she. It was so. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it was just, she was looking at it. Oh my goodness, that was tough. Oh man, and they just, and, and the, the, the I, I'm not to ruin anything. The people are working about what they have to do going about life because this is what they do every day. Yeah. But this is her only thing happening in her life right now. This is it. And their actions were, they weren't heartless. No. They were very meticulous, normal. but yeah. they were, it was such a brief, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to spoil this part. It was a very brief action of what the, these people tried oh, to do, dude, dude, and I almost dude. went like, "Did you?" I almost went, "Did you do enough?" Then again, I remember it's like 1971 when this is going on, you know. But oh, I, I felt dude. like they did try for what they, what the means that they had. I mean, there's some parts in the movie where some of the equi- regarding this whole scene that we're talking about, some of the equipment they were using was just oh. like, "Whoa, that's wow!" Like, yes. what what technological advances we've made, you know. Um, there's a character by the name of Fermin in this movie who Boy. is the most heartless son of a bitch ever. And and again, oh. it has a lot to do with, with uh, this all has to do with Cleo's story, but it kind of comes back around very briefly and just like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here now. Um, but as much as this movie is Cleo's story, it's also the family that she stays with, their yes. story too. Because again, it's as much as going on in her life, there's a whole other story going on with this family. And it's hard. You're only hearing off of like they do this, you're kind of ear hustling, kind of. Yeah. Because that's a good you way of hear it. conversations happening while Cleo's doing something, but you're like, wait, what are they talking about on the phone? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Like you're getting little pieces, just like Cleo's doing. And like Cleo, you're putting it together. You're slowly putting these puzzle pieces together that Cleo also is, because she's not privileged to certain information. But like yourself, you're like her, like yourself, she's putting together, oh, oh, this is what's really occurring. Okay. Like that's, and then with Fermin, I felt like he was a terrible person until I realized, what was I at 18 or 19? Like I was a macho man. What would I have done? If I had the right to treat anyone how I wanted to, tr- a certain uh, class of person, how I want to treat them. Uh, what does a kid do when you're being trained to fight? 
Yeah, you're getting being pumped up with all that macho ness. What do you do when someone's like, you can treat that person however you want and get away with it? And given what's going on in this movie politically, yes. it gets back again to class and privilege totally. as to why Fermin's doing this. You know dude, what I mean? Um, this movie, this movie rocked me to the foundations, dude. Like I sat there and I watched it, and I'm with you at first. I'm kind of like, okay, well, I, I get yeah. what's going on. This is this is just a movie, and uh, I very quickly understood, like, oh, this is like I said, this is a slice of life. This is this yes. is peeking in on someone's life, and. Um, but as the movie carried on and, and as it unfolds, particularly with the family and how the family interacts with Cleo and how everything just kind of comes together at the end. Um, if you've seen the movie poster and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can see it on the art. You know, if you look on our, our website, you see the art for what we're, this episode. Um, that scene right there is what we're talking about. Uh, it's it is. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think it is the most moving scene I've seen of the year. It's easily up. If I can't think of another one, it's easily up there because. I mean, even the end, they stuck the landing without trying. It's just like, yeah, you know this little piece you've lived with this family? This is now her life she's living with. This is just, now she's on to the next day. Yeah. This isn't just one day, but now you, yeah, now you know how life is just going to go on for her. This is what she has to live with now. And she's smiling through it and working through it and doing it through it and right back to her room and handling business. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, there is no... Yay, happy. No, no, no. This is just a life. This is what it is. There is no, oh, and we're also sending her to college so that she can better herself. No, it's just the end and her life is going to be like, her life. That's it. I was I was definitely like at first my first reaction is I want more. You know what I mean? I do. Yes. I still want more, but I don't want I, do. I don't want Roma too. You know what I mean? No, 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 um, no, no, no. You know, at all. But um I did want more. Apparently she's this this character that she is uh based on, I believe, is still alive. So wow. like what I don't know if her real name is Cleo, but what is it's let's just Libo. call her that L I B O I think. L- okay. she, at the end he said or, for libel. Like oh Levo or something like yeah, that. Or like, yeah, 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 yeah. But what's she doing now? Like what stories could oh, she I tell her her know. kids, you know, her I, grandchildren? It's it's um guys, this movie, first of all, is uh sometimes this might deter people from it and and, and please get past this. It is in Spanish. It is there are subtitles. Um it is it's beautiful, man. I got it is absolutely it, it's a beautiful movie. Beautiful. And also you get to see um like there's a there's a part where she goes to an even higher class area where it's even more money there. And someone she knows like you're gonna be a lot more comfortable somewhere else. Let me take you to where we hang out. And I'm like, that is a thing. I've you know you've you've been to a situation where it's just like, hey man, come over here. Because you're not going to get along with them. They're in a different, come to where we hang out, have a drink. And it's just so moving where it's just like, she immediately relaxes and kind of like, I feel more comfortable now. Now that I'm with you, I feel more comfortable. It's just such a good, I mean, if you, it washed my palate of all the crap I had watched. Or two hours of crap I had watched. It was like, this was such a good week in general because I had Shudder. And then this. And I'm just like, what a great freaking movie this was. Yeah. Loved it. Watch Roma. There's a movie that uh, we're going to talk about in a second that was definitely the... I mean, it's a it's a great movie. But I would have to honestly say that this was the best movie I've seen this week. Easily. 
Um, no yeah. Question. And do you know what Roma, where that comes from? I have no idea. It's uh, based on the neighborhood where this is done. It's a, a Colonia oh. Roma. So oh, okay. Just, I didn't know that. Because I didn't know. And I just actually found that out like yesterday <laughs> when I was doing notes. But that's what it is. This is fantastic. I mean, this is. And this is one of those things where no matter what film podcast you listen to, most likely they're going to like this movie. Not because, oh, it's an artsy. No, because it touches you in a human way that is just hard to uh, ignore. It's just going to, so be, if you're just like, well, I didn't really dig it. I want to hear a film of the people that didn't like it either. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Because if you're being honest with yourself, it touched you. Period. Yeah. You like, can't ignore it. You're, there's something wrong with your humanity if you don't Dude. get this movie. And another thing that I really want to suggest is please, please, for the love of God, is particularly if you're home, put your damn phone down. Put your phone oh, down. Dude. Yes. Turn off. You know, if you still got a landline, turn it off. D- don't let the kids play their games around you or anything. Man, sit down, lock in, and get ready, man, because this movie will rock you to your foundations. I it guarantee will it. Rock. And, I guarantee and, it. And don't. I would say watch it now before because people are stupid on Twitter. They're gonna try to live tweet it, and you're gonna accidentally see something you shouldn't have seen. And the ending is so important. It's so important. It's so important because I'm glad I didn't know what was going to happen because there's a certain point where anything is up in the air now. I don't know how this is going to end and it's just beautiful. Please watch this movie. You'll love it. You'll love it. I assure you. If you I love our podcast, you're going to like this movie. I don't know where this is going to fall because I, you know what? I mean, I kind of know what I'm thinking right now, but honestly, I have to give it some thought because there is going to be a point soon where we talk about the best movies of 2018. Uh, I will tell you right now, this movie will definitely be in the higher this oh, is one dude. of the best movies, if not, that's all I'm going to say. If this if this isn't the best movie I've seen all year, this is definitely one of the best movies that I've seen all year. It moved, it just moved me so much, man. And the way that it's shot, there's a scene at the end that involves uh, Cleo in the ocean. Oh, and the way that the waves are beautiful. shot and the way that she is in the ocean, A, it gives you, it gave me like such anxiety, first of all. When you know what's going on, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But just watching the waves was like hypnotic. Like you do yourself amazing. a favor. I get it. If money's tight or maybe it's just not your thing. Like, you know, you're you're reluctant to take a chance on this movie, no matter what we say. But if you have a chance to see this on the big screen, please, oh, please yes. see this movie on the big screen. Because this is what this movie was meant to be on the big screen. But see, I cannot I'm also stress worried that enough. about that because it depends. Choose your bad, audience wisely. Yes, a bad audience could ruin this movie. Totally, yeah. Uh, but if you're so able it, to yes. check this movie out, oh, you know, midday, maybe everyone's at work. You walk in, you see like yes. three people in the movie theater. That is yes. the experience. If that you, you have an yes, if you have an indie it. movie theater, go yeah. to that one. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So yes, it's gonna it's gonna be in my top five. And I'm gonna tell you, Steve, this movie I take so seriously, and I and I, I loved so much. I don't even want to put a joking rating on it, man. I'm just okay. gonna straight up say it right now. I give this movie a five out of five. I give it a five out of five. It was a. I don't think um, for me, uh, and mind you, like as in, I'm saying that this is going. It's a perfect movie, like from the beginning. To the end, obviously, you're always going to be able to pick out something like, well, they should have expressed classes. Okay, fine. But for me, it was a perfect movie for when I watched, um, for when I, when I watched it, when it ended, I said, that's perfection. I agree with you 100%. That is perfection. How there's no other way he could have ended the movie and there's no other way he could have began the movie. 
it was a perfect movie for me. So yes, Roma, perfection. Oh my God. Such a wonderful movie, guys. Please do yourself a favor and see this. I can't stress it enough. Totally. Whew. I need a little breather after that one, bro. That was uh, so good. So. Wow. <laughs> but I'm glad that you shared. I mean, I, we didn't talk about it all week and everything. And I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear anything because I wanted to oh, see where you were coming so from. Good. I know you well enough to know that you were going to love this movie. Yeah. You, yeah. As soon as it ended, you're like, oh, Steve's going to love this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, we were like, cause we always go, okay, did you watch this? No, I didn't yes. watch it. Or I did watch it. And yeah. And I go, did you watch Roma? I watched Roma. Stop. <laughs> yep. Don't say yep. another Don't word. Say, I mean, it, it hit me. It was worse than you think in my living room. It was worse than you think it was. Did you shed tears? Oh no! It was it was a blubbering mess. Yeah, I you know uh, like, especially in that little circle hug. I'm not going to even tell you when it happened. Yeah, there's a circular hug that destroyed me because it was a breaking point for any human. Anyway, anyway, it's it's about anyway. It's a breaking point Woo! and a healing point. Oh my god, dude! That's it. That's it. It messed me up. Yeah, man. That's it. So and, then, um, and and how the um, you could take this out if you want. How the kids are acting around her after that event. It yeah, was a game cha- it was a game changer for them. Oh yeah, game changer. She uh, anyway. Okay, I stand up and applaud this movie for Woo! being sheer perfection. I'm glad I wasn't in the theater. Hey Steve, you know what? What this is our long. We've, we we said we were going to make up for it. Um, we're not done yet, guys. But we're at the, like the roughly three hour twenty minute mark on this show. Hey, are we are we going into pop culture leftovers territory? I think so. Yeah, got competition, boys. <laughs> We're coming Hold at you, Brian. Hold on to your britches, Brian. Yeah. I see you, Jake. Get ready. No, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Anyway, we're, um, we're, we're coming for your trophy, as Brian would say. I'm still Brian's like, you finished. <laughs> you finished. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, let's get down to the last thing that we're going to talk about. You're probably wondering why we haven't talked about this yet. You know why? Because we're going to talk about it now. And uh, we both got to see this one, too. Did you see it twice? No. Once. Oh, you know, your son saw it twice. Yes. My saw daughter it. saw it twice, too. So, OK, we're both on this. Um, what we're talking about, guys, is a movie that came out that most people are talking about right now. I haven't heard anything bad about this movie. And uh, for good reason. We're talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um before we go into this, I think Steve and I will both agree that we, you know, we love Spider-Man. At least I yes. know I love Spider-Man, but I am yes. not your aficionado. Okay. There are mm-hmm. things in this movie that I sat next to my son and that I would have missed had he not been there. Okay. So yes. we're coming from that standpoint. Okay. This isn't about comparing it to Raimi. This isn't about, you know, com- comparing it to the Garfield movie. This, no. in my opinion, is it's just, if I was just to walk into a, a movie not knowing anything about Spider-Man, this is where I'm coming from with this movie. Yes. But obviously, I know a little bit more about Spider-Man than that. Yes. Um, this is also uh, this is done by the writers. Uh, Phil Lord did the screenplay. Uh, Rodney Rothman did the screenplay. Uh, stars Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, uh, Haley Stanfield, Brian Tyree Henry. Um, got Nicholas Cage is in this movie. We got Chris Pine in this movie. We got Lily Tomlin in this movie, mm-hmm. Steve. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, Leif Shriver is in this movie, Steve. Yeah. Natalie Morales. It just goes on and on. Uh, and then, of course, of course, our boy. Who am I talking about, Steve? Mr. John Mulaney. That's who I'm talking about, goddammit. But you know what's funny? The funny part is uh, I didn't know that the like these are the same guys, the director – are the same guys that were fired from Han- from the solo. Yes, yes. I did not know that. I was yeah. like, 
Lord oh, Miller, baby. I didn't I even say. I didn't even say Timothy. Yeah, I didn't say Timothy Miller. I'm sorry about that. I got a little caught That's up in the crazy. whole. That's crazy. Oh, Jake Johnson is in this. Did I say Jake Johnson? I don't yes. know if I said Jake Johnson. And I but... love his voice. I knew his voice right when I when I heard. It. I was like, yeah. This... Now, who I couldn't pick was Nick Cage. It sounded so familiar, and every so often he'd say something. I'm like, I know it. Who is it? And then finally, it was like, oh, there it is. Oh, and I can't I can't leave out Kamiko Glenn and also Zoe Kravitz. Like this movie has. Who was the Zoe be- Kravitz? She was Mary Jane in this movie. Was she? She was Mary Jane, man. Didn't yeah. I know that? Yeah. Uh, um, Good job. Great job. So, you want to start? Sure. Here's what I'll say. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rush into a a because the only reason is this rating is important on this one. Um, people for importance in society for people of color to see themselves on screen, I'm going to give this a five out of five. Let me just tell you off the jump. Okay. The movie I liked a lot. I liked this movie a lot. Um, I think, unfortunately, it was pumped up so much for me that I had such a high t- ready to rock and roll on it that um, even my son tried to pull me down. He said, Dad, you're going to like this movie. I said, well, I thought, I'm so jazzed. He's like, yeah, exactly. I'm telling you right now, you're going to really like it, but you're not going to love it like everyone is loving it. I was like, I think I will, doggone it. He's like, (laughs) you're not. You're not. He's like, because I liked it a lot. I'm telling you that it's good. It's really good, but just chill. You shouldn't have read that other stuff because it's not that. It's just really good. And as a movie, it's really good. I like. I was not bored at all during this movie. It was really good. Um, I was very satisfied. I thought it was fantastically done. The graphics were amazing. The storyline was good. Loved Miles Morales. Um, I loved his father. I loved the mom. I loved everything that happened for me from jump to finish. Good movie. Really good movie. Um, but I, I, I think um, this is one of those situations where... Uh, I think, um, I don't know whether it just was pumped up too much for me. I don't think that was the case at all. I just think that I walked in and was like, oh, yeah, good movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was really good. Yeah. But, yeah, I wasn't like, um, unfortunately, and I feel bad, I wasn't like falling over myself. The only thing that fell over myself was the importance of this being on screen. You know, I've heard already stories how it affects certain kids saying, I want to be Spider-Man now. And the important, there are certain quotes, and I'm not going to tell you when they say, where he's like, no, 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 you can be Spider-Man too. Now you know that you can also do this. And you totally know what they're saying. They're like, no, no, no. There's a lot of them out there. You just never saw one that looked like me. And I was like, oh, sniff. That's important. Steve, the language, Steve. Stop it with a sniff. (laughs) But as a movie, I liked it a lot. What about you? Um, I'm in the same camp as you. I will say that uh, I started seeing a lot of the reviews right away, you know, because it just like Aquaman, it did have a yes. uh, a preview night. Yes. And I didn't want to buy into that hype because mm-hmm. I don't like to do that because often when I do, I find out, okay, sort of like what you're saying, it was good, but chill, you yes. know? Yes. Um, I'm kind of in that camp with you, but there, there are certain things about this movie that I think I have to praise a little bit higher. Now, I'm again, I'm going to take this, much like what we said about Aquaman, I think this movie was, I know this movie was made for true Spider-Man fans. There is just so yes. much going on in this movie. There are so many Easter eggs in this movie that I think as a, 
as a Spider-Man fan, a true Spider-Man fan that that goes through the multiverse and knows all of this, I think you're just going to be drooling at the mouth the entire time if you haven't seen this movie. Um, it is... I'm going to put it on... Okay, hear me out before you cut me off, okay? okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put it on the level of the cinematography that Roma had, but in animation form. Because there are, there's shit going down in this movie that I have never in my life seen on the screen animation wise it's game changing oh, like they're dude. they're like just the way the way that like sometimes i was like are my eyes messing with me like it almost looked like it was supposed to be like you know how like when you take your glasses off in a 3d movie old yes. school and you got the red yes. and the blue you'd see mm-hmm. some of that i noticed the way and i pointed this out to gil like right away i'm like oh that is so dope how like when they zoom in you see the individual dots like you're looking at a comic strip with and the, then like the lines yes and the, like and, oh it's all yeah. perfect and then, yeah. like you know, and as an ode to the dot matrix printers that they used to use to print these things. Um, but then, a little bit towards, like actually, pretty quickly, they start going into like look, what look like comic frames, where you have like narration oh, that so is written good. into it and all that. So on that level alone, this movie was an absolute game changer, and yes. is and is one of the most visually stu- excuse me one of the most visually stunning movies that I've seen all year, like without Easy. a doubt. Easily. Easily, it's 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 no question. Like this movie should win some sort of award because it, they they're doing things that I've never seen before. Oh, now, no question. Now let's get to the story. Um, yes, I'm gonna agree with you. I do. I didn't really want to come at it that way because I do think it's a given. Like we've we've had multiple opportunities this year. Not enough, but we have had multiple opportunities this year to see. Movies where it features people of color in a heroic yes. situation, and I think mm-hmm. that's all fantastic. That said, I'm going to leave it at the door because not only is it that, the way that they um, – it was awesome. I, I, mean, I was aware of Miles Morales, but I wasn't that familiar with Miles Morales, whereas my son was. And to watch his reaction of what was going on, he follows the story very closely. Um, I fell in love with Miles Morales. You know what I mean? I think that the yes. story between him and his dad and his uncle and the way that that all interacts and, and the way that he – he interacts with each individual character as they spring from the multiverse and how it happened and what's going on and the main reason of as to why this happened in the first place. It's just so well written, you yes. know. Um, uh, Kingpin's in the movie. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that. But his story, as to which is a big part of this, mm-hmm. it's 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 almost heartbreaking for an animated movie. It's almost heartbreaking because you kind of empathize with the guy. You see why mm-hmm. this is happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no, there were no bad parts in this movie for me whatsoever. I really don't have no. anything bad to say about this. It feels kind of weird. I thought I was going to be able to, and I'm still talking about it, of course. But I thought I was just going to be blah 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 about this. But after talking about Roma, <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of weird for me to like go that way, you know. Well, I just don't want to. It's so new that I don't really want to, uh, you know, people to know because there's certain things I'm going to say that actually would give something away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. So I, I want them to actually go in this movie fresh as possible because if there's a lot of surprises I didn't know about. Because I kept away from, you know, I saw people were like, I love it, I love it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stop reading. I'm done. Yeah. And then I walked in, I was like, oh no, this movie is really good. Yeah. And I think people need to, um, that's why I said for me, instead of combining the two importance, because as far as importance goes, it's as, for me, it's as important as Black Panther. Like as far as seeing, oh my gosh, look at me on screen. That's a, a thing that a lot of kids have never seen before. They didn't even know that it was a real thing. Until Black Panther and 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 uh, you know uh, and, and you know uh, as Spider Man, but I think that the gr- the great thing about this movie is there there is a scene. The one good thing about the animation part of this is that they can follow the 
web swinging so much better than if it was a real movie, in my opinion. They can create the web slinging and follow it the way that a camera really can't and make it seem so fun. Like, I want to swing on webs. That looked so fun to me. And there's a part uh, where he he does this move. Someone does a move where they're sliding through these buses, dropping through. I have never seen anything like that on screen before. Where he's dropping through these buses and slowly barely making it through these crevices while falling straight down. And I said, that is incredible. What I just witnessed there was incredible. And then it follows a character being like, did you teach him that? I'm like, I know. What the crap was that that we just saw? That's crazy. (laughs) Never seen anything like that on camera before. So there are things that I've seen that I'm just like, yo, this is the first time I've ever seen this on screen. I love, I mean, I look, I love this movie. I thought this movie was fantastic. Really, really liked it. I'm going to see this movie multiple times. I guarantee it. When oh, it, I'm, sure. I'm going to go see it in the movie theater again because I think that you are doing, much like Roma again, you are doing yourself a disservice by not seeing this on the big oh, screen. Dude, because it is, it's, it's, it's massive. I mean, it's it's one of the best looking movies that has come out all year round. And again, it is a game changer when it comes to that. Oh. Um Hey, getting back to the web swinging thing, there was a part in the movie where uh, Miles is getting the hang of, mm-hmm. of web swinging. And when he finally gets it, it's like, yeah, you got it. I won't, you know, let you guys find yeah. out what I'm talking about. That was so heartwarming, like, because I was like, oh, he does have it, you know, <laughs> and they're swinging. Yes. I thought that was one of the better parts of the movie, actually. Although the whole thing is just, it's just so goddamn good. It really is. Now, where Steve is saying that he didn't buy into the hype of it, I'm going to tell you that I... I do believe a hype of this movie to a certain degree. Um, I'm okay. hearing people tell, I'm hearing people say this is the best movie of the year. And again, it's all a matter of opinions. That's not my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But I do, I do understand where they're coming from. I do understand their excitement and I'm willing to bet that they are true Spider-Man fans that can oh, just wax sure. about this forever. So I could totally yes. see, I could just see this being like, you know, like a just big old orgasm for people that yeah. like this movie because it's just that good. Totally. And if you're into it that much, then you're getting all of this payoff, man. Oh, you know, for you, sure. And by the way, there are two end credit scenes on this one here, so stick around for those. And they're they're both great, by the way. Um, I do believe there's going to be a sequel. I think that would be foolish for them not to do sequels on this here. And I do think that regarding one of the characters, I think there's going to be a spinoff. I'm not going to say which one. Uh, Actually, I'll screw it. I'll say it because it's really not a spoiler. Because if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I do think we're going to get a Spider-Ham spinoff in some capacity. And I'm very much looking forward to that because I'm a, A, I'm a huge John Mulaney fan. And B, I I didn't know how much I liked Spider-Ham. I was very... Uh, I don't want to say I was very familiar with it, but I do. I did know of them. I know that there's comics based on them, and I've seen them before, and I've kind of leafed through it, but it's never anything that I, I followed closely. I kind of fell in love with the character. But I want to see, like, Spider-Man Noir. I want to see that happen. Oh, yeah. I think that it's because, again, as you put it, it's Nick Cage doing Nick Cage, but in the best way possible. Uh, he's fantastic in this movie. I, I was fully into Spider-Gwen. I love the relationship between him, her and Miles, rather, and... Um, you know, then you have the two Peter Parkers and uh, Chris Pine as well as Jake Johnson's. And I hope that we get more Jake Johnson's Spider-Man because it was it was it was a magical movie, man. Like I came out, I went with my family. We all had just a, a fantastic time yes. watching it. Um, we stick around, you know, we stuck around, we watched the credits and we came out and we just talked about it the whole way home and everything. And it was just, it just hit the mark so well. That said, 
you know, I don't really know how much how, how much more I want to say about it because a we've, we're running pretty long, and b there are, there are much better breakdown podcasts out there that's going to be for this movie here. And I think that is uh, on Stephen. If I'm speaking for you, if that's okay, Steve, I think mm-hmm. on our level, I think we've pretty much said all that we can really say about this without one. Without spoiling it's, anything, without yeah. spoiling anything, um, we want you to see this one. We want you to get every bit of the magic that does come with this movie. Um, I do think I liked it a little bit more than you, Steve, but that says, I, it sounds like you liked it a lot. And oh, um, I liked it a whole lot, yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So go out and see this movie. You said you gave it a five out of five? No, I gave I gave the importance a five out of five. I gave, I'm going to give the actual movie probably, a, um, I'm going to give it a four. You're going to give it a four out of five? Four yes. what? Uh, Someone had the best I'm one, but give- I don't want to steal it. <laughs> Did you really? No. So uh, I'm giving this full this one to uh, Chris from Radio Radio. Actually, he gave it. He I forgot if he gave it four out of five. I think he gave it four out of five, but he gave it four out of five leaps of faith. I thought that was fantastic. That's I'm really still in it, Chris. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and give. The, I'm giving this I'll one give a, it four out of five. I'm going to give it because of the game changing quality of it and just how it touched me. I'm giving this a four point five out of five nice. leaps of faith. I yeah, I really enjoy it. I think that it's it's a very important film. Um, again. Uh, I, there are certain things you're going to see on this film that you're never going to see. You're never going to see this or, whole year. Oh, this whole year because it's this almost whole year, done. You're never going to see it because. But I, I mean, they did some. They did some amazing stuff. Um, I did hear Brian on Pop Culture Leftovers say that they are trying to patent that type of animation right now. So I'm wonder. I don't know how that all works, but I'm wondering how many imitations you're going to see of this now because oh, I mean it's see it, dude. yeah it's I mean it's game changing technology it, that they're doing oh, here. dude and the thing is I mean look if Disney can patent Akuta Matata which is ridiculous then these people are probably going to be able to pay a patent uh, this style of animation you know what let me just give a quick shout out because you know I think that we could have actually gone longer on this but since we didn't if you want to hear a really good breakdown on this Please listen to episode 263 of Pop Culture Leftovers. Brian and Jake uh, tear it up with their guest. I forget their guest's name, but they tear it up. They really break it down. They know their shit. And if you want to hear a really good breakdown on this movie, listen to that one. They, did they, they like it, it? Oh, they loved it. Yeah. With good reason, I think. They really did. But they know they can really talk the talk on this one. So I think it's it's uh, it's not a full-on breakdown episode. Pop Culture Leftover episodes are quite long if you're not familiar with them. But listen to that, if anything, because it's very good. And the funny thing is, you know what's funny? I was I was waiting for the backlash, and there hasn't been any. There is no backlash, man. There hasn't been. I'm saying like a backlash of why are you gonna make Miles Morales so dark? Why they so far there? And I was waiting for it because normally they come in force, but there is. I think it's just I either I. You know what though? In my circle, you wouldn't. I guess my circle, you wouldn't. I just wouldn't hear. It. But normally, it kind of leaks in to the. Uh, I don't think people are letting it leak in to the popular conversation. They're just not letting it. They're putting a bubble around this thing. And I think it's beautiful. I think it's a, it was a beautiful movie where I left. I was like, I needed that tonight. Like I needed Spider-Man that day. I needed Miles Morales that day. Like, um, and so I'm glad that I left and I saw that movie. There's, there's no, if you guys, even if you're not a comic book person, I can promise you, you will leave the theater saying, I am glad I watched that movie. Oh, for Promise sure. No oh, but, and by the way, and again, I, I know we're kind of done with Aquaman, but 
really quick, and I'm not going to go back on it too long. Um, I thought that one of the major failures of this move of Aquaman was their soundtrack. It was it was a horrific soundtrack. Oh, this soundtrack! Not the case with this movie. Woo! This is a dope ass soundtrack, and it, it just it just fits so well with the movie. And you've got some Bruh. great artists on there. Um, that black sheep, that when black sheep, yeah, the black sheep. Well, I was like, I, what? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're in for something right we're now. We're in. It was over. I was yeah. like, okay, we're in. So yeah, so they're yeah they're not playing around with the, with the soundtrack. So yeah, uh, that is it for us tonight, dude. How long do we go today? Uh, well, you know what? I know that we had to stop a couple of times, but since I'm running this live right now, I'll just go ahead and give you the rundown real quick, sir. We are at about three hours and thirty nine minutes. I'm we, sure we're going to be around three. I think it's going to be like a three and a half hour show once it's all said and done because we had to, we did have to stop for a second. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is all for our wonderful, amazing show. We will try to put out a show before New Year's. We will try to. Definitely. No promises. No promises because, you know, Dan, he's over there, you know, he got to, <laughs> you know, you just never know going to WWE events and such. Um, but we will man. try to put one out. And if we don't, we're obviously not going to talk to you before, before Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Everything that I'm forgetting enjoy your holidays embrace the people that you love and remember like we said in the beginning of the show the people that you haven't talked to for a while reach out reach out because this is a hard season for a lot of people you just never know how hard some people are having it and just reach out because you love somebody say hey long time no here just wanted to let you know i missed you this is the season to do it and on that note i'm gonna pass it on to my boy dizan peace I'm going to echo his sentiment, ladies and gentlemen. There are people out there that need to hear your voice right now. Please give them a call. You never know what difference you can make in their life. I want to say, first and foremost, thank you guys for a fantastic year. On the chance that we do not put out a show before New Year's, which I think is a little doubtful. I think we're going to probably end up doing something. But just on the chance that we don't, again, have a very Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful Happy New Year. Be safe. Be good to each other. Just know that we only get this go around one time. And sometimes, like I said, man, reaching out to people, you never know what's going to come of it, man, because I had magic happen this week. And uh, I, again, guys, if you made it this far, I know I asked you to listen to this show and I'm going to text. I'm talking to my friends. Uh, I'm going to text you again and let you know that I'm talking about you on this one. I love you guys very much, man. And it, it just meant the world to me to see you guys again. So that said, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dan Ramirez. Be good to yourself. Be good to one another. Have a happy new year. Peace. Peace. <laughs>